Hello! Welcome to, I actually don't remember what episode of the Transatlantic Dude, Theater. My name is Oscar. Said what the fuck the episode was for, I think, the past, like, three episodes now. <laughs> no, I, I think the couple episodes ago was the one where we were arguing about what episode we were on. I don't know what episode it is. Hold on, let me take a look. We're on episode 13. 13? Congratulations, 13. Yeah. Lucky number 13. You know? Okay. Yes, of course. Yeah. And yeah, this is Marcos again with Reese, and we're gonna do this podcast. Let's go. <laughs> Let's just. Uh, do you want to just jump right in? Into what? <laughs> to the movie. To the movie. Because I mean, should we? I yeah. kind of want to talk about politics any... real quick. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. If you want to talk about politics, let's go politics real quick, and then yeah, we'll you... try and segue into weird David Lynch. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yeah, I've seen I've seen what's going on. The I'm aware. Capital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this was, this happened last week. Like we just kind of we, we didn't talk over a about it bit. though, did we? No, we didn't talk about yeah. it. No. But that's because I think I was reluctant to want to talk about I, it. I meant to talk to you about it because it was just crazy, yeah. but it never happened because we started talking about video games, music, and then movies. <laughs> yeah, was a lot to catch up. No, on. it was. Yeah. It was a lot to it, for a podcast where I was a little worried because like mm-hmm. we didn't have a film to like fall back on yeah, yeah we did two hours we did a little over two hours actually we did a little like, yeah. let me take a look at what how long the episode i was. think it was like two hours and 15 yeah. minutes or so it might have been a little bit shorter after you know me editing it down well, i don't think you went to the bathroom you didn't have to take a shit i did did you i, did. I didn't have to I, I did not have to take a shit oh, so okay i don't recall anyway um yeah man the fucking the capital dude that's fucking crazy there was a confederate flag inside the capitol yep. building yep. what makes them think a confederate flag is patriotic like that's what i don't fucking get yeah i don't know i don't know there's like it's there's it's, no an- logical answer for like a lot of it it's so you know, but stupid. it's 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 the fact that somebody like somebody said like this is technically more successful than the civil war because the civil war didn't achieve breaching having, the capital no, the the Civil War didn't achieve having a Confederate flag in the in the Capitol building. Yeah. Congratulations, you've done it now. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And of course, the president yeah. is like being as kind as he can with his words towards them. Yeah. Never once calling them criminals or anything like that. Like he called people who were no, they're special people with black. They're very special yeah, yeah. They're people. very special people. I love you. <laughs> What the yeah. fuck, man? This... I get that you're angry. Uh, you, so you couldn't get that people were angry because... When they were being murdered, you know, you know for the, pe- the skin people color. were being, yeah. like, yeah. People were being murdered by the police, and they were, he was like, ah, calm down. And then people were like, we think because of you, because you told us that the election's fake. And he's like, oh, well, you're very special. I understand why you're angry. Uh, <laughs> and then he said that they stole it from us, you know? I guess what he said the entire time, he said that yeah. you should be angry. He, so he was... Oh shit, hold on, give me a sec. I gotta fucking stop no stupid ass vacuum. Hold on. That's the sound of the vacuum? <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so fucking crazy. And then he said, uh, didn't he say when when he was asked about the whole white supremacy thing to, to stand down and stand by or some shit? No, stand back. Yeah, stand back. Stand down and stand back. Like essentially, like just be ready. No, he said stand by. He said specifically stand stand by, by, which is no. Yeah, essentially, regardless of what he said, the heart of what he said was like 
be ready yeah. for when I tell you. Be ready. That's exactly how I took it. Yeah. It's like, what the and fuck? then, and I'm sure strangely enough, like people too. were were ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Capitol. Yeah. But did, did you... you see the uh, video of the cop who essentially letting them like, in? No, the well, not that. That was a crazy. <laughs> That's obviously one too. crazy. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, the the cop who essentially like is the reason that everything didn't go worse. Uh, which <laughs> so one? he was the cop who was like retreating up the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah. And like essentially, he got to the top of the like stairs, uh-huh. and there were like two ways to go down the hallway, uh-huh. and the hallway to his left was the the Senate chamber. It was either the Senate chamber or the House chamber. Yeah. And he, like, realized that. And you can see him, like, look and go, oh, fuck. And he just, like, shoved the guy at the top and then went to the right. So they got angry at him and followed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was smart. That's smart. And yeah. I thought he might do something like that. Because, of course, they're going to follow, you know, the person. The yeah, <laughs> wherever they think. The guy who protecting. looks like he's falling back. Yeah. yeah. Or he's protecting something. So there must be exactly. something there. <clears throat> so, yeah. That it's it's one of those where it's like if he if he didn't think about that like who could, who knows what that would have gone to? I don't know, dude. It would have been crazy. I think I think everybody was because they were still it. there at the time. Oh, they were it, they at were. the time of that video. They were still in the chamber. Damn, dude, that's insane. Because apparently they held them there for a while before they evacuated them. Yeah, they to, like, needed the to floor. find a safe route first. Yeah, dude. Yeah, if they did actually make it to the chamber, people would have fucking died. Like, no, they would have killed people. Yeah, yeah, like Nancy Pelosi would be dead. Like, no, 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 like. <laughs> the secret service the fbi they all would have started just opening fire at that point yeah they didn't open fire um, for a long time so only one person yeah. i believe um like one civilian it was a woman uh i think yeah. she was the only one who died yeah. obviously there was injury no five people died oh, five um i don't know how many were cops i know, I know a, cop a cop died cop. i know that woman yeah, died i know that woman died but, but i don't know about the other and they're involved in that five number but yeah. like who the other three people are i don't know but man, I'm just looking at that shit, and it's like, what did they hope to accomplish besides absolute anarchy? Well, yeah, I mean, they looked to accomplish essentially what they did, which is prove that. Well, they they kind of you know. Well, they were trying to actually make arrests, like you heard about them with the zip tie handcuffs and all that. Yeah, they were trying to take Nancy is... Pelosi. They wanted to kill Nancy Pelosi, and there was yeah. chance about hanging uh, Pence because he didn't back up trump in terms of but that supporting was the, that was uh, afterward afterward people have been angry at pence because pence was the one who in because trump refused to call the national guard and pence finally did mm. yeah and yeah yeah pence but uh guard, like yeah. i haven't fully looked into sources myself but i i've i've been told that essentially there's information that's about how trump essentially like a couple months ago, he's fired. He fired a lot of people involved in like, like uh, in the Pentagon for like homeland security and stuff like that. Yeah, and essentially set it up so that there would be no one there, like really, and no real response no unit ready, way. or the people who would respond were like going to listen to him. No, I can't believe that. That sounds like craziness. I mean, he fired yeah. a lot of fucking people, but I don't believe it would have decreased the amount of security in that area. I highly doubt that. I don't know, but it's pretty nuts. If that is true, then there, there's got to be an investigation going on about that, because that's... Well, there is an investigation going on. It's called his impeachment. <laughs> no, that's that's not the what the impeachment is about. I mean, it's not about that specific investigation. It's not about him actually 
methodically because Trump is not methodical. So he's reactionary. He is. I think people. No, he's reactionary, like, man. I mean. Like the whole election fraud thing was methodical. Like he told yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. vote, don't vote by mail so that when the, the mail in ballots were counted at night, people would wake up and go, whoa, what happened to the election? It was it was in our favor before. And then they'd go, oh, I guess Trump was right. It is all them stealing shit from us. So like because, you know, it, everyone knew that dem- that it, like Democrats were going to vote probably mostly by mail. Like they were not going to show up on voting day to go to booths because there's a pandemic. And <laughs> so they were going to vote in by mail. Yeah. Why not? Like that's a safer option to just do that and yeah. it'd be fine. Um, so it was it was methodical. It was methodical. It was so, if I tell people that voting by mail is unsafe and then everyone vo- on voting day, it looks like I'm winning by a landslide. And then overnight, while everyone's submitting the vote in, mail-in votes, everyone's going to wake up the next day to me losing, and they're going to be like, what happened? This is crazy. I don't know what's happening. It's obviously being stolen from us. Oh, no. And it worked. <laughs> so what you're... So, no, no, no. So what you're saying now, you're just creating a... Um, uh, what's it called? A fucking conspiracy theory now at this point. What you're saying... I don't think it's a conspiracy it, theory. It, it, I felt like that was the obvious plan when he was telling every, Like, right from the beginning when he said, mail-in votes are fake. I was like, ah, oh, okay. He was trying to discredit mail-in voting from the beginning. And since yeah. he failed, I think this is the outcome. Like I said, I believe him to be reactionary. Mm-hmm. So as the events unfold, that's when he changes up what he's doing and what he's talking about. I don't think he actually planned for it to go to this point. Because he's essentially disgracing his name, disgracing the government. This completely everybody's turning against him. His own party and staff are... You say that, but only ten Republicans voted for impeachment. No no no, no. that's that's a different point. That impeachment is different than uh people not supporting him. You know what I mean? The reason why a lot of Republicans aren't going for impeachment is because a lot of them see it as a political game on, you know, the the side of Nancy Pelosi. More people hate Nancy Pelosi than than hate Trump in terms of Republicans. So yeah, that's why they're not going to fall into her little game. Even even uh, Mike Pence was like, "No, I'm not going to enact this bullshit." You know, there's literally days mm. before he's out. You know, like obviously. Yeah. Well, the I kind of agree want... with the twenty fifth amendment amendment not pulling that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it it because I think I think if you pull the twenty fifth amendment on Trump, it sets a precedent that any any president who's not acting in the way that 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 certain people in power want, say the Senate or the or the House, this or so the Senate, because Mike Pence is ahead of the Senate. Well, so or like the vice president. Yeah, they blah, blah, blah. I liked, like, yeah, I liked what Pence said to Nancy Pelosi, right? Because uh, she she wrote a letter to him requesting, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it was almost like a threat, yeah. saying, hey... It was an ultimatum. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> saying, hey, you should enact the 25th Amendment or else we're going to uh, go forward with impeachment. And mm-hmm. uh, he just thought that was stupid, and also you're bypassing like the orders of operation that we have, so this is unconstitutional no i'm not going to just bend to your will and so that makes sense now Mm -hmm. then she started going with the second impeachment which is really just like i understand why because they want to make an example but a lot of republicans just see it as a pointless game and a waste of time so that's why they're not turning Mm -hmm. over to voting for it the republicans who did vote are the ones who are most obviously against trump 
and that's probably why they did but the rest of them mm-hmm. stand more for the fact that it's really just a waste of time literally he's probably but it's not a waste of time he doesn't get a security detail if they impeach him if if, if the trial goes through and he's convicted yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and he can't then re- he no longer gets well. um he can't run again he doesn't get the 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 like two hundred thousand a year salary um he doesn't get a security detail anymore like like all the all the benefits of being a former president are gone to him yeah. if he's successfully convicted but there's so another thing that's why it's like not pointless there's another caveat to that though um okay the for every republican that does turn against him they are going to lose the support of all of the crazy trump supporters and he does have a lot of support i mean no yeah that's the thing is like (laughs) there's a point where i said like you you know as much as trump probably started this thinking that he you know was he was like i'll just tell them that it was fake and that i actually won at some point when he watches like ten thousand people storm the capitol He's probably so delusional. He's like, maybe I was right. <laughs> probably, but <laughs> like, that's what I'm He's probably sitting there just believing his own lie at this well, point. See, that's what I'm saying. I think he's mostly reactionary when it comes to a lot of his shit. Because like, he concert, yeah. constantly contradicts himself. A, a person who's no, methodical yeah, really tries not to do that. Unless he's so yeah. massively intelligent that he planned for that, which I highly No, he's, he's Palpatine right there. He's I, like playing both sides. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> highly doubt he's that. The person who is like that is fucking uh, what's his name from Texas? Um, what Cruz? Yeah, Ted Cruz. Yeah, he's a little what he's a, a little fucking snarky tit, shit. Yeah, and you know he's staying super strong with uh, Trump supporters right yeah. now. Um, I, I heard yeah, a no, rumor he's... that he's probably going to be running in twenty twenty four. That would be <laughs> just terrible. It would be, but at the same time, I mean, he he did nearly have it. He was like a really big popular like choice in 2016 before trump kind of steamrolled ahead oh god no that's well it was like cruz rubio and cruz and rubio who were like uh like kind of neck and neck and then trump just kind of took out kind of trumped both of them (laughs) (laughs) shut the fuck up but yeah dude like what you were saying before i i just don't believe he's that smart I okay. think it. I, th- I think that's it ended up that's how that I way. saw it, like right from the beginning. Like I knew he was never going to concede. I knew he was going <clears> to <throat> say that it was like, uh, you know, uh, f- like fraudulent and stuff like that. When yeah. he was spending yeah. like, because he spent so much time focusing on the mail-in bo- votes being false. Yeah. Like it just it was like okay, this felt like it was a plan. Well, see, it was a plan to yeah. to let that happen. And then you know if he did win, he would just go. I want to thank everyone who voted in person because you saved our democracy by not doing fake mail-in ballots. <laughs> Guess who voted in uh, person? We, we won by a lot more, but they'll never let you know that, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah, see, but he was doing the same shit back when he was originally elected, saying that if he didn't win, then there's fraud. <laughs> yeah. Like, against Hillary. And uh, and then I think he was pushing so hard for those uh, in-person voting because he knew that you know the the opposing base the the democrats wouldn't do it mm-hmm. they would do exactly yeah. the opposite of him so if he was able to overturn that then he would have won and, yeah. but because it didn't work i think that's when he started saying just like back when he was first elected when he noticed it got too close that's when he started saying the russians or the chinese are involved yeah when in fact i think they were but i think they were involved for the benefit of him <laughs> Yeah, in 2016, it's been found that the Russian hacking was, like, essentially, it was, it's, it's like, nothing, it's, it's, 
<clears throat> yeah, it's weird with the whole Russian hacking thing because it's yeah, it's yeah. not it's not like they were like literally changing numbers. It was just influencing people. Yeah. Like it was making it so that people saw certain things and like playing with algorithms yeah. and this this that. Yeah. So it's it's weird. It's like it's like with the whole Hillary Clinton thing of mm-hmm. like what the uh, when her emails yeah. were leaked like a week before and everyone was like. Oh, this is Russian interference. And I was like, yeah, but it's also information you need to know. Yeah, it's also... <laughs> like, the fact that she left... a le- Like, the fact that, like, all the emails were incriminating doesn't matter the timing that they came out. Yeah. Like, they're still... Like, I'd rather know before she becomes president mm-hmm. all that information. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <clears throat> and, yeah, man, it's just it's just crazy. I, I can't believe it. I, yeah. I'm really glad that he's no longer going to be in office because I feel like it'll put an end to... Kind of just the ridiculous, contradictory and craziness. Like I, I never yeah. seen someone. But I think this so is hard to kind of the country. Yeah, like that's. Yeah, I think this is like. kind of a pivotal moment, though. I think it's. I don't think it's going to get better for a while. No, it'll be a while. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be difficult. Cause like, do I think Biden is the absolute best person to be in office? No, I don't. But fucking. Like it's yeah. gonna be at least a couple more elections before shit maybe becomes less polarized and people start to see a little closer eye to eye. Yeah, but I think <clears throat> yeah. I know. I saw some. I forget who it was that said like the storming of the Capitol building is you know it could be the like compared to we could be seeing like a comparison of of when the Reichstag was burned down. In, yeah like germany yeah it's just like it's it's that one moment where it's like this is where everything kind of turns where the bolshevik revolution you know what i mean like i was thinking about that too i was like this is mm. the storming of like capitals and uh political power normally is the beginning like in terms of history the yeah. beginning of a of a uh, full-on civil war yeah but uh, no i i think i think it's uh it's like you know it's at a boiling point and it's been at a boiling point for like four years, but people just don't want to do anything. But I think at, at some point, something is going to pop. I think this is the end, um, honestly. I think it's the end of it. Um, of like all the like craziness? Not of all or the do craziness. Or th- like the end of standard America? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's essentially the end of all the craziness. But mm-hmm. once Trump is out of office, which is in just a f- few days now, he mm-hmm. will no longer have the power of the presidency. He will still have his voice, obviously, but he's been yeah. all but silenced on his platforms. So yeah. I think that not only has social media done a lot to, to cripple his voice, <clears throat> but uh, obviously he's turned so many of his own political party against him that uh, there's just going to be less and less support and less and less respect until eventually the only people who are still following Trump are just crazed trump supporters yeah but uh, it's i think people will move on i think people will move on <sighs> well uh, let's hope let's hope that people move on i think but i i'm a little worried that people won't move on and that it's gonna just get worse i mean they could only cry and complain about something for so long i mean when you look at you can the... cry and complain but when you show that you're willing to take action for the complaining that's when it gets worrisome but, because it's yeah. it's not about whether or not people are upset it's about whether or not people are willing to act on their emotions. but here's why i and... think people are going to move on um okay 
I mean, the Black Lives protest, man. Uh, the Black Lives protests, right? That lasted maybe a couple months. Now you mm-hmm. hear literally nothing about it. Yeah. And that's just the way society is right now. We focus, we hyper-focus on things and get crazy, and then it all gets brushed over after a couple months. This is yeah. just and one of those a new events. hashtag shows up. Yeah, new hashtag shows up. <laughs> this is just one of those events. The only significance yeah. about this event that I think is really going to stay with our government is because of the fact that, for once, it came to their door and they actually yeah. saw it. But they had never seen the Black Lives Matter protests. They'd never seen anything that was actually going on. They were always doing things, you know, from yeah. their high horse. But now that this actually came to them, they obviously felt threatened. There is a lot of Republicans who are really pissed about it and are just like, yeah, maybe yeah. this got out of hand. <clears throat> and so I think that's the only difference between it. But in the way that our society works now, it's going to be brushed over in just a few months. And yeah, you'll still have those one or two crazy Trump people still talking about shit. Maybe there'll be a, a, a mass killing here or there, which is mm-hmm. awful, but I think that'll yeah. be it. There was a, a great... Uh, it's, I, I've never thought I'd say the sentence, but a great <laughs> line that I heard from Mike Pence. <laughs> Dude, I... Um, He's honestly changed my mind about him throughout the presidency. <laughs> I thought he was going to be way shittier than he actually is. Uh, yeah, well, there's still a lot of stuff that I really no, no, don't, I like don't like about like him. him. He's like he's better than he's the epitome of like of like a a two faced kind of politician of someone who just pretends to be about you know he's he's just there because it gives him power and it makes him happy and he makes a lot of money. Yeah. Um. But but no, he he said like when obviously all this was happening, he said the power. I, something I'm paraphrasing. I'm mm-hmm. getting it all kind of wrong. That he said like the power of the president does not belong to one man but to the people. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's good. Like, I, I, I always say, like, people complain about it and people, um, like, say act like it's bad. But I think, like, the fact that France just goes on strike and riots, like, the second anything happens mm-hmm. is, like, really why they function as a society. <laughs> because, like, the, the, like last year, mm-hmm. or, yeah, last year, I was going to say earlier this year, and then I realized it was January, <laughs> um last year there was um a bunch of riots in the streets and people were like ah oh, what what are the french rioting about well they raised the tax on gasoline by a little bit like that was it <laughs> but like it's just a reminder a constant reminder to the government that like you don't have the power here yeah we do we just put you there to get things done while we're getting on with our day yeah yeah and that's i think that's really like should be at the heart of all civilizations yeah. all republics really because mm-hmm. that's the thing is it's, it's <laughs> we're not like people people constantly go like this is a threat to our democracy democracy we're a democracy and like no you're a democratic republic yeah, which means much. that you elect people to do things for you yeah you don't do anything mm-hmm. you are a person who shows up and you tick a box on someone's name mm-hmm. who then they take care of all the shit for you your job is to make sure you tick the right name yeah yeah exactly um uh, there was a quote by uh, regarding uh, patriotism and all that stuff, and how mm-hmm. you know people say, "Yeah, you got to respect the president because he's the president," or you know, like the the way that these people think they're being patriotic by sticking by Donald Trump or whatever. But there was a quote mm-hmm. from, I think it was FDR. He had said something that was really interesting, and um, it was that to be patriotic is to stand by one's nation, not the president 
So mm-hmm. watching all these people do all this crazy shit, it's like, no, you aren't patriots. You may think you are, but you're really not. Yeah. <laughs> you're dismantling. And that's the man that people were worried was seizing power. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Wasn't he president for like a long ass time? He was pre- he was president for three terms. Yeah. And it will like almost three terms. He died just before the end of his third. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was essentially a. Every president had always served eight years mm-hmm. or less, yeah. depending on, you know, situations, mm-hmm. um, because that's what Washington did. But then FDR was president during, right, like, right when World War One started. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, or no, sorry, World War Two, mm-hmm. right when World War Two started. And everyone was like, well, let's, instead of shifting, like, shifting cabinets, why don't we just, like, you know, keep that guy in who knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah, that's in the, I think that's in the Constitution now, too. Like, if there is... Unnecessary. No, he was like just like really unanimously voted. Like if you look at the electoral college for FDR's win, really, in like, in like forty-one. Hold, on, let me see. Wow, FDR electoral map. Yeah, in um, nineteen forty. In nineteen forty. No, this is sorry. That's thirty-two. In 1940, he won by 449 electoral votes against 82 votes. Oh my God, Jesus! For Christ. the Republican candidate. That's insane. yeah, like literally, and that was to be honest, that's actually worse wait, wait, than his FDR was record in 32. Democratic. Yeah, he was a Democrat. Actually, yeah. I didn't know that. You yeah. give me like Republican vibes. <laughs> no, no, he. Well, I mean, he introduced like a lot of really like. Uh, socialist kind of reforms. You know, he did, um, yeah. Even back then. I think, did, wasn't um, he the one Because who, like, it was right before the Cold War, so everyone wasn't mad about socialism. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man, yeah, that shit was nuts. Um, also, in 32, mm-hmm. in 1932, he won by, like, even more. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. He won all there. but Pennsylvania, Delaware, uh, Connecticut, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. God Those damn. are the only states he didn't win. <laughs> I don't, is Pennsylvania a swing state? I don't even know. Uh, well, it is now. <laughs> it is kind of a swing state. It, like, it, it kind of flips back and forth. Yeah, Because um, I think it went to Trump they? last year. Yeah. Like, Florida is, like, a big one where it's, like... Yeah, Florida... Florida and Pennsylvania are kind of one of those states where people say, like, if you win those, you've won. Yeah, but Because the other ones are kind of more set in stone. Different this fucking year. Well, but, but Biden didn't win Pennsylvania and Florida, didn't he? No, he didn't. Well, he won Pennsylvania. He didn't win Florida. He won Pennsylvania, though. He did not win Florida. Oh, this is the worst Google search on the planet. <laughs> because it's just like all of these are like the updates during the night of like what could be happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, so they're all like not the called ones and not the. Okay, there we go. Called presidential race. No, he. Yeah, he did, he did lose Florida. Yeah, he but he did Florida, get Pennsylvania. But he did get Pennsylvania. But I. Th- yeah. yeah. But Georgia probably is what sealed him. Uh, Georgia and I believe New Mexico, and uh, yeah. or was it Ar- no Arizona? Arizona? Or was it Michigan? Wasn't it? No, it was Arizona, Georgia, um, Pennsylvania, yeah. and I think like one other state, and that was it. That's all they needed to win. I want to say it was Michigan because I know yeah, Michigan was, was undecided Michigan. for a long time. Yeah, but Michigan, I don't think had like a, a large amount of votes. I don't know. I was keeping up to date with it when it was all going on. And I yeah. remember it being crazy because um, a lot crazy. of states they really didn't expect to flip just flipped and they were like, oh, fuck. Do people actually yeah. hate Trump? <laughs> yeah. 
What a shock. And the crazy thing was is that, you know, besides those uh, loyal uh, states, like, all the flip states were so close. <laughs> like, they were yeah, so they close. they were. That's what's crazy about it. Just the polarization is insane right now. And I really, That's the problem yeah. is, like, that it, it's it's the the problem in america isn't that biden won the race it's that the race was very close mm-hmm. yeah that is <laughs> like that like because though biden won yeah if you look at the numbers granted he went by like i think it was like six or seven million more mm-hmm. but like it's a country of 350 million people like yeah yeah, yeah. That's, like that's a large tiny numbers that's a that's that's pretty small gap of of numbers and what's dude people thought it was nuts because i was talking to people who didn't understand the electoral college um oh, I, they were like yeah wait so if they win 50 if they, if they got 50 percent of the vote in florida then that means they get 50 percent of the electoral college of florida right and i was like no they just get all of it and they were like well, that doesn't make any sense. And I was like, yes, but that's how it works. <laughs> uh, do you want my controversial opinion? Because I yeah, say, say it all the time. It's not it, really it, nice. it, I think it, the Electoral College is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is it? I think it, I think, um, because there's so many states that are like, you know, the flyover states, you know, mm-hmm. the ones that are, the, there are a lot of land, not a lot of people on them. Yeah. Um, but they don't get a lot of say any other way mm-hmm. because of that. And I think... Like you look at Congress, it's based rep- proportional on population. So how many congressional members of Congress are there for California or New York? And that compared to Colorado or Minnesota or Wisconsin, yeah. like they're they're they are the like smaller, these smaller places, just because there's not a lot of people living there doesn't mean that their voices shouldn't be heard. It attemptedly is i'm not saying the electoral college is perfect i just think that it's a good system to let the little man be heard yeah granted we are learning that the little man can be a little thick sometimes mm-hmm. but <laughs> uh like it, i don't think that's i don't think it's fair to ignore their voice because they're you know not not a part of it i mean like, a perfect example of where an electoral college system is needed is the uk mm-hmm. i mean like and i don't know why it's not a huge fucking news story <laughs> but in uh, in in parliament last year mm-hmm. uh Par- Westminster passed a law that like added more congr- er, more parliamentary counties to England and reduced Wales and Scotland by like seven members mm-hmm. damn so reduced? and they like end all of the places where they um you know did the did, did the new borders strangely enough it was all conservative members that got elected and and, and are now in parliament so there's more conservative people in, in parliament now because they just sliced up um like conservative uh like uh, boundaries so that's jerry so it is gerrymandering yeah. it's 100 percent gerrymandering. Yeah, that's terrible. but it's also removing voices away from the smaller you know pseudo states mm-hmm. countries but you know essentially they're states yeah in a union that's um but but yeah it, it's and so you have a situation that i bring up often because it's the kind of often one to bring up is uh is uh, something called Truerin, which was like a, a town in north wales mm-hmm. in like i think it was the 70s they like were westminster was like we're gonna build a hydroelectric dam to help liverpool and we're gonna build that dam in wales and strangely enough all but like i think it was two members of parliament for wales voted no but then the rest of england voted yes which meant because there's more votes for england there they built a dam that flooded an entire town um and like just wiped it off the map and made it a lake no really (laughs) yeah so just because there's less people here doesn't mean that they're like if you if you make if you make it based on proportion of like 
of population, mm-hmm. you can easily bully those who are less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you have you know you have more voting power over here. I mean, the Democrats get popular vote almost every single yeah. election. Exactly, <clears throat> and if they did, it, it, it's and it's it's not fair. It's why no, the it's middle fair. of the country hates the coasts. Exactly, yeah. because the coasts are where the population is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's it's. It's a. It's not a good. It's like. It's like I'm saying. The electoral college isn't a great, like, perfect yeah, system. Perfect. I just think that it's better when you allow people a little bit more power to be represented in the country, mm-hmm. just because you know that like the other parts are going to be more represented. Unfortunately, just because of how many people are there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like. It's very true. It's very true. I mean, I, I agree with you 100. Um, percent It's it's fucking nuts though. Uh, like explaining to these people that because there's a lot of people who don't actually know any of this. Are you talking about people you're talking about in the states? Yeah, like p- people I know, people I've spoken. You're with. talking to to people you know. Yes. In who have were born and bred in America, don't know how the electoral college works. Dude, shut up! You know that's a thing. <laughs> I I kind of thought it wasn't. What do you mean? Are you <laughs> I kind of me... thought that most people understood how it works. Okay, so all those dumbass people you knew back back in the states, like. Like yeah, you weren't their friends or anything, but you you know they don't know how it fucking works. Uh, yeah, There's a I lot guess. of unintelligent people we've spoken to. You know they don't know how it works. Yeah, that's like half our first po- our podcast last week was me talking about unintelligent people I speak to. So yeah, so of course there's people who don't understand how it works. <laughs> yeah, like no, you're 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 right, but I know there's there's people there's definitely people in America who don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'd like to think that a, a good majority know how it works, uh, especially yeah. after I'd say 2016. Like after 2016, I thought like I and like 20 and and two in the year 2000. Like I would have thought after those two elections, people would figure it out. Like, oh yeah, Al Gore won the popular vote. Yeah. Hillary Clinton won the pop- popular vote. How come they weren't president? Mm-hmm. Because of the electoral college. Okay, why? Because of these things. Okay, cool. I get it now. It's happened twice in 16 years. Well, yeah. Now we have younger people though now who are old enough or weren't around during then or yeah. if they were didn't pay attention and didn't vote so yeah because they were two year two years old when gore lost the election or they were just uh they were a teenager or they were in their 20s and didn't care <laughs> yeah, you know well. I mean? and now that they're in their 40s they're like well now i care <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't take any time to figure out what it actually means because i saw videos dude of so these just so happen to be trump supporters i'm not saying mm-hmm. that trump supporters are the only ones who don't know how this works because I'm yeah. pretty positive there's a lot of Democrats who don't either. Because there were a lot of, again, there were a lot of people in 2016 who were confused. Exactly. Because they won the popular vote. <laughs> exactly. And didn't become president. So, um, anyway, so they, they, like, showed a picture of the, like, the, the by county in a state mm-hmm. and what they voted as. And they looked and they saw this little tiny blue speck inside of a giant red state. But then as he zoomed mm-hmm. out, the state, the whole state turned blue. And he's like, can someone explain this to me? Because it looks like that we won. This is being stolen from us. And that's just that's my best Trump supporter accent, by the way. And um, okay, that's good. <laughs> Did you learn that in Georgia? <laughs> I, I've learned it. Yeah, I've learned it from Georgia. But uh, and it's just like, oh, my God, this just you're like, you're stupid shit like this when it goes around and spreads to other idiots like yeah. that. Then it starts. No, because yeah, home. some some other person watches that video and goes, "Oh shit, I guess we didn't let they did steal steal that election from us." Exactly, it starts to <laughs> like 
Again, I apologize for any Southern people like this. <laughs> we are just doing this accent as <laughs> standard Trump supporters. Nah, they don't give a shit. They don't care. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they just they're probably like, yeah, these fucking libtards. But anyway, um, yeah. I know that our large, you know, uh, listener base is just staunch Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Um, our listener base that is Tony. <laughs> no, no, right. But uh, yeah, so it's just like if when that shit spreads around, all of a sudden it gives these people some type of feeling that they're valid and that they are correct and they're in yeah. their <laughs> the wrongness. It's just yeah. I said I've always said the worst and best thing about the internet is that weirdos in a small town Mm -hmm. who would have normally felt like the only person who feels like this in the world Mm -hmm. can meet the other 7,000 people who uh, have the same feelings and experiences and like go, oh, I'm not alone. Which is great for, you know, someone who grew up in middle of nowhere, Iowa, and, you know... Maybe they're they're trans and they're like, ah, oh, I feel this way, but I've I don't know like how to say it. I don't know how to formulate the thoughts because I've never ex- I've never been exposed to any of this. Yeah. They go online, they go, oh, there's other people who feel like this. This is what this is. This makes sense to me. Yay! But there's also people in middle of nowhere, Alabama, who zoom in on an electoral college map <laughs> and see that you know. Yeah. What like the New Orleans is the only spot that's blue in Louisiana, but the whole state's blue, and they're like, "That's weird." What? And like, yeah. then they send it to their friend in Mississippi, and he's like, "I oh, know it's crazy." And then people and start then, like, thinking this election yeah. was stolen, and Donald Trump says yeah. it, and then it just gets out of hand, and people storm the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, it's it's good and bad. Yeah. It helps some people, um, you know, in a positive way and it helps some people in a way that's a bit detrimental to their ability to view the world in a standard way yeah, yeah. in a way that's that involves logic and reason mm-hmm. but beca- but it's like almost like not their fault because like the logic and reason they're being presented with is this is this is how this is works this is the answer and they go okay well i'm not seeing any conflicting information with that based on what i'm seeing mm-hmm. yeah yeah pretty much you know, it's like people who, who don't who think the, the earth is flat like, they go, well, how come I can see things that are far away if there's a curve? Yeah. And, like, you know, you, you have to be like, well, here's here's footage of, um, uh, like, a camera looking down on the Earth and you can see the curve. Because you just have to be high enough up. Mm-hmm. And they go, okay, but how come when that camera's at the bottom of the floor, the Earth, like, curves up? And it's like, okay, but that's just because the lens is distorting it a little bit. And they go, well, how come the lens isn't distorting it when it's higher up. Like, you're like, okay, yeah, I can see how your brain's coming with the logic. It's mostly because you don't understand how lenses work. But, (laughs) like, you can see, like, people's logic in things. So it's like, I get, get, you know, I'm hard-pressed to blame a lot of people for things. Mm. I'm, I'm always, I'm more upset with people who, when presented with, you know, like, you go, okay, I see where you're coming from. Here's what I, here's what I, my, my findings of the world. Mm do they make sense to you? And if they just go, no, it doesn't make sense because of X, we can discuss. But if they say, no, I just don't think that's right, or they disregard it, or they decide not to move at all, yeah, that's when that's when it's their fault. See, I had this coworker, um, and I think I told you about him a, a while ago, but, uh, so he, he was a, he was a Trump supporter, right? Uh, nobody mm-hmm. in the shop really liked him because he was kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just kind of overly Trump supporter, <laughs> Like, did he like arrive on his truck with like Trump flags hanging no, back? No, 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 no. He wasn't. He wasn't like that. Like he didn't really show it, but 
just to preface, this man was fired for calling a woman a cunt. Uh, not just wow. a woman, a, okay. a nursing staff member. Um, wow. And someone overheard him, and and uh, he tried to make it better by justifying what he had said about the lady. <laughs> was he like, no, I'm just from Australia? No, it's no, he was just like... My term for friend, you know? <laughs> no, he was like, well, see, I called her that because she did this. And it's like, that doesn't make it any better, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and so yeah. he was also, I'll be honest, this. like, living in the UK, mm-hmm. that word has, like, far less of an impact. <laughs> yeah, <know>? people don't <laughs> say it much over here. And when they do it, it yeah, like, carries it's, a lot. It's weird, like, people... <laughs> and people in the UK will be like... They'll say it and they'll be like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot you're American." Like, was that? I'm, I'm sorry. It's just like that. We just say that here. Like, we just call people cunts all the time. It's like, all right, I'll just like, call you a fucking thing. cuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, no, it's it's just like way more of the thing. Like, yeah, like the amount of people who have like been at a pub with and they're really drunk and they're like, "Ah, oh, come here, you fucking cunt," and they just like <laughs> grab me and they fucking like are like really happy and like it's just you know it's it's more of a it must have been jarring at yeah. first, huh? <laughs> Uh, I've bit. never really been one to be offended by curse words. No, but it's just like, oh, I don't hear that word often. Kind of a thought. Yeah, you know no, I mean? it is something that like, yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's, it wasn't weird to hear often, like to hear often. But now I know, mm-hmm. like, I slowly became aware. I was like, oh, that's a word that I say more now, <laughs> and need to be careful when I'm speaking to people back home. <laughs> yeah, Reese, you can't just say that shit to me. I'll get offended. Yeah, you will, and then you'll cry, and you'll go to your little safe space corner. Exactly, I'll go. I'll go cry yeah. to my uh, my Democratic uh, yeah. uh, representatives. But uh, anyway, email your congressman. Yeah, I'm gonna email my congressman <laughs> about how the UK uses the word "cunt," and we should separate ourselves from them. But yeah, anyway, we should cut all ties. Exactly. So uh, yeah, okay. So back to my coworker. Um, I, we mm-hmm. were having a political discussion, right? And um, I had asked him. I was like. So I know you watch a lot of Fox News, right? Because we, when we went into the break room mm-hmm. one time, he was just sitting in there watching Fox News. Yeah. And I, I asked him, "Is Fox?" It's better than my coworkers. <laughs> I asked him, "My coworkers just watch Loose Women." So. They just watch what? Loose Women. It's like it's The View, but over here, like over what? here, The View is called Loose Women. <laughs> loose Women. <laughs> loose Women. <laughs> oh my god! Is that like they have loose lips and they're gossiping? No, they're just they're just loose women who call each other cunts all the time. Like, this is the UK, man. Welcome to the UK. What the fuck? I think loose women. You know, I think you know whores, sluts. Yeah, don't. There's a there's that. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a weird it's a weird title. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure why they decided on that one, but <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it go. must mean something different. Like, that's why I said loose lips. Oh, I'm being informed uh, by my UK correspondent. <laughs> That uh, it's because they have loose tongues. Yeah, yeah. So I was close. I was, I was almost right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm assuming I'm assuming it's supposed to be a double entendre. Like obviously, like they didn't go loose women. There's no way somebody's gonna take that in the wrong connotation. Like yeah. <laughs> loose pussy. No. Um, but uh, oh yeah, I just said that on the podcast. So well. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I don't realize we're. Yeah. So things. your coworker, you're talking about. He's yeah, watching yeah, Fox yeah. News. So, You're so right. he was yeah. watching Fox News. So th- that's how I know that he he watches a lot of Fox News. So I asked mm-hmm. him, I was like, okay, so you watch Fox News, right? But do you watch any other news outlets? And he was like, nope, I only watch Fox News. And I told him, don't you think that's a little like narrow? Like you're kind of limiting yourself to other points of views. And he said, yeah, yeah, but I don't care. I'm just gonna keep watching it. That's the only one that I like to watch. 
<laughs> and so that puts them in that thing that you were talking about, like the people who know, yeah. but they're just like, well, I just don't think that's right. Even after, and you're like, yeah, but here's here's somebody else. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's it's like it's like a police statement. You know, you go to a scene of a crime. And so you talk to one person, they say this happened. You talk to somebody, they said this happened. And then you're like, okay, well, somewhere in the middle is the truth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Somewhere in the middle. Because we should always be skeptical of our government. We should always be skeptical yeah. of the people who are providing us the news. Because they are... In yeah, some... what happened to that what? in the Republican Party? What happened to skepticism of the government? Oh. There's, like, no skepticism of Trump. Well, they still think that, like, he spent four years... Just being their guy. Well, like, when you're, I'm just like, yes. when you're the party that's in, in, when you're the party that's holding the presidency, you don't want them to be skeptical of you. <laughs> yeah, because but at the same time, like, don't mean shit. I think that's, I think that's important. Yeah, I, I'd agree that a lot of people weren't critical enough of Obama until he left office. Yeah, um, and I'm hoping that people stay critical of biden the way that they have been since this election they like people been. are like he's not good yeah. but let's put him in so that we can be critical of him and not have the maniac who's orange right? <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much biden i'm not afraid of him going on twitter and inciting shit yeah uh, yeah no it's so far biden has <sighs> only been trying to unite people like to be 100 percent honest biden strikes me as someone who doesn't know how twitter works probably yeah uh, no, which honestly, makes me happy i'm pretty sure he has a, a person who does it for him he's got <laughs> he goes could you uh, press that um to, to do the tweety thing with the bird and yeah. tell them tell them i did a bill <laughs> let's uh, can you can you share despacito on on twitter for me <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. i hated that I... I can't believe that happened i hate that song oh so much god dude it was fucking weird and cringy he's just yeah. oh god he's a cringy person but you know <laughs> he is so cringe like and to be fair like you know 20 not even 20 something what what year were we on um, 2021 2008 oh no 2012 no, it was 2008. 2008. I fucking thought Joe Biden was the bee's knees. I thought he was cool. Oh yeah, back when <laughs> he was he a was cool guy. The, yeah, back when he was with Obama and, and yeah, just leather jackets and aviator sunglasses. Like I thought he was the coolest motherfucker in town. He did, but you know he's probably going a little bit senile now, to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, it's <laughs> it's been. I mean, he disappeared for like half a year during the freaking uh, Democratic uh, debates. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> like, that was weird. Like, I really didn't see Joe Biden being the, do the nominee. Like, I thought of if, if anyone to to beat him, I thought Sanders. it was going to be Buttigieg. Oh, no, I thought Buttigieg? like Buttigieg. Like, uh, sorry, I'll rephrase. I I, I paraphrase the sentence, thinking that I said something already. <laughs> I thought if I thought if anyone was going to beat Sanders, it oh. was going to be Buttigieg. Okay. Not in the sense that like he was better, but in the sense that he felt like more establishment Democrat. He was doing very well. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And then just like out of nowhere, Biden like, like he just like I'm pretty sure Biden gave up and just didn't concede yet. He just gave up. He was just sitting like on his couch one day, and like somebody was like, "Sir, um, you're uh, you're winning." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, am I?" <laughs> yeah, because as the people started dropping out, they were like, "I'm throwing all my support on Biden." And it was like, "Oh yeah. shit, here we go, here it goes again." Sorry, yeah. Sanders, second time in a row. Didn't Warren, Warren fucking put her money on Biden for some reason? And yes. I thought that was annoying. She did. Which, because I was like, why didn't she go? 
uh, for Bernie. Like, well, because she had an issue. With they were kind of remember. Yeah, they had a weird issue, and yeah, I think it was I didn't. I did I really honest. didn't care for how she, like I really respected Elizabeth Warren, and then the way she kind of attacked Bernie was was not okay for in my book. It was kind of because it was like. It was a low blow, and it was exclusively for votes. Like, yeah. and I was like, "That's that's not what I thought you were. I thought you were. I thought you and Bernie were the same kind of, kind of. They did uh, cut cut from the same cloth they of like honest people who were just trying to do the best for their country. Yeah. This this this. Like, and that just it. I still th- I still think very highly of Elizabeth Warren, but I mm. still think that that was it was just not okay. It was just not okay. Yeah, it was definitely low blow and. I think they had something personal going on between them, and I think that's why she she did that, and I think that's why she threw her support towards uh, Joe Biden. And Biden. also, at yeah. the time, I think people started to see the writing on the wall that if Bernie wins, they had no confidence that he was going to beat Trump. And I honestly, I think that's such. I think that's so stupid. I don't agree with that. I don't think Bernie. Do you? Do you? I I really don't think Bernie would have won. Okay, because I think Bernie would have would have succeeded because. He would have gotten a the votes from people who believed in him, mm. and b he still would have gotten the same amount of I don't want Trump votes that Biden got. You think so? I think so. I think Bernie because I think I think the Trump. hatred of Trump was so deep in so many people that they would have voted for whoever the opposite was. That's why fucking Joe Jorgensen got so many fucking votes. It's because so <laughs> many people were like I don't want to vote for Trump, but like maybe didn't like Joe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but. Uh... In terms of Joe Biden, I think he was the safest option because not only was he someone who was familiar um, because he was in the previous administrations. Um, yeah, but, that's the thing is, and I think that was also a big negative. Sorry, continue, continue what you're saying. So, I'll, so I'll not only it. is he a familiar face because of his previous experience being in office, um, mm-hmm. but also he does not give off the extreme socialist vibe that uh, bernie sanders does and that's what a lot of democrats don't like about bernie yeah so i think and that's but that's the problem in the democratic party is that the democratic party they don't read like half the establishment don't stand for anything other than they want to be in power the other half actually go i want actual you know better wages for people healthcare for people yeah. social security that exists for for families that are struggling like like all these things that like oh look you actually have a thing that you want to do for the people when you get there whereas like what does nancy pelosi want <laughs> <laughs> i don't fucking like, like nancy pelosi to be honest i don't like nancy oh pelosi God, either. Yeah. I, I think that yeah i think she's she's like i, I I'm, I'm glad she's doing what she's doing right now yeah i'm glad I, I you know it's one of those it's just politicians in general like she's not gonna if she, when 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 sometimes they do the right thing, that doesn't mean that they've not done the wrong thing in the past. Yeah, but I still think, like I said, the Twenty Fifth Amendment thing was not a good idea because no, no. it just it lends to the idea that you can you can say that a, a president is is mentally un, unfit for office, mm-hmm. regardless of of what you like like just just basically like you could pull that out and say that just so because you don't like them it could be used against the democrats pretty easily yeah essentially is what i mean yeah um i think impeachment is the right route because he did he did you know it's he didn't incite people to commit crime mm-hmm. 
And regardless of what he puts out now, it's too little too late. Like he, he can say all he wants now, don't be violent, don't do this, don't do this. But he said it far after people did it. Yeah. Like he didn't, yeah, there's, there's a video from fucking, I want to say Jared Kushner. He put it on, he was like on his Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he was, he was live of them in like a tent watching the Capitol being stormed, listening to Gloria and just them like going like, oh yeah, we're doing it. Like really happy and like excited. And Trump's like staring at the screen smiling. So like it's written on the wall that Trump didn't want to stop them from doing this. You can't watch that video and then say Trump didn't want people to be violent. Well, I mean, you're right about how you said he, you thought he felt. I I, I believe that he probably did feel justified, even though it was Mm -hmm. all lies and, and literally no evidence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think he he does like the the power he he likes being that famous. I really think he yeah. does, and I think it, it has obviously got no news is bad news for Trump. Pretty much when the when the magic TV box says his name, he gets excited. That's exactly <laughs> how I see it. Yeah, um, yeah. And so of course he loves that, and that's why he was still saying to his fans and his followers, you know, you're beautiful people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing. And I think regardless of this situation at the end of his presidency solidifies that regardless of what you thought of maybe like good policies that he did in the four years he was there, you ha- this solidifies the truth that none of it was ever done for the American people. Mm-mm. It was done because he wanted people to praise that him. That is 100% he wanted people. Yes. He wanted people to like him and he wanted people to say his name and he wanted people to think that he's a great guy. Like he just, he's, he's delusional in the sense that he wants people to love him mm-hmm. and nobody does, except, but there are people who do and he want and like, yeah, just anything he does is for selfish gain, not for uh, the gain of the American people. And, and sure, maybe even if he had like the fucking most amazing presidency in the planet, mm-hmm. like I think it's important to remember that that's, still a dangerous route to go down and if regardless of how well they could have done as a president we can't have people who are there for selfish interests over people who are there for the interests of the american people yeah exactly it it just really became clear like the more and more he divided the country like intentionally divided the more you kind of got to see okay he's just doing this for himself you know and it's just fucking yeah it's just insane it's crazy to me but anyway shall we uh move on to uh twin peaks the sequel twin peaks the sequel yeah uh, that, to be I'm fair sorry, it is because it is like a, a kind of murder it is a prequel but it's it's a murder mystery kind of thing i don't know i'm gonna be it's gonna be hard for me to segue straight into the i was gonna say something oh shit and then i was like you finish your your point and i can't remember what my god point was. damn it no i didn't have any more points i think we were pretty much beating a dead horse at that point um, yeah, we, we yeah we were. Yeah, so Trump bad. Yeah, Trump bad. Um, Capital storming terrible. Nancy Pelosi. Nobody Trump likes bad. Her. Bernie's good. Uh, Biden kind of sucks, but he's gonna be our <laughs> president for four years. And let's hope to God that Kamala Harris doesn't become president. Whew. dude, I know, I know. If if that happens, my God, because there's so many conspiracy I, theories about it already. I don't even. I don't even mean like in the next four years. Like I meant like if she runs in 2024. Oh, that's what you mean. And wins. Like I just don't like. I. I. I it's not that I don't like Harris. It's that I don't get why she was chosen, and it just confuses me to no end. What are you talking about? You like in a time, chosen. she's a female. She's also mixed, and 
they're making history. In a time when we're doing, when there's been Black Lives Matter protests and abolish your, uh, like, defund the police and, like, all this stuff riding through the streets, Joe Biden said, you know who should be my, um, uh, my, my running mate? Fucking... The attorney general yeah. for the, the fucking head cop of California. But hold on, hold on, hold on. I got something for you, though. <laughs> um, I, they needed that kind of person because she's mm-hmm. going to follow the lead. And not only that, but she so happens to be female and mixed. So mm-hmm. that... I don't know if that... Is yeah. a huge proponent. Come on, man. Like, come on. Man. I think she's just pretty standard centrist Democrat. And I think there was a decent amount of not people who were that, who were like in... Who, who would have been good choices for the running mate. I honestly think... I think the I think the female and the uh, mixed race thing was like a like a Democrat bonus. Like they were like, well, that'll get the other lefties. Like whereas like she's a good choice in a sense that like that bit might make the other leftists like the actual left people happy. Mm -hmm. But because of how how her career has been as a politician, it shows that she is more centrist, which would get the centrist vote maybe. Maybe, Like so, I think that. And I think that's she's a good choice in in that sense, but I just don't get it. I just it's like we've literally had protests and protests and protests about uh, how uh, like the police structure in America yeah. just leads to corruption and power hunger and all this stuff, and then you just got the top cop like they're in the they're in the trunk. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's why I was thinking um, like maybe her like her political history and all the things she's done in her past didn't matter as much as what yeah. she represents. Cause I looked that up. Like I was like, I don't know much about Kamala Harris. So I did a bunch of research on her yeah. and I found a, like a, a debate between her and the other attorney general at the time when she won. And like in the debate, she was criticizing the other guy for not a, like a not having a high enough conviction rate. <laughs> yeah. Like that's insane. And he was like, no, I don't convict people because my main focus is rehabilitation, readjustment back to society, like all the stuff that, you know, people were saying we should take the funding from the police and put it into these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was saying he was doing, mm-hmm. and she said, no, you're like, these people are a danger to our society. Lock them up. <laughs> yeah. She might be able to pull over some Republicans with a thinking like that maybe that was maybe that was the whole point like stability <laughs> in the sense that like look the democrats they they believe in the police they believe in our boys in blue yeah yeah and like that would have yeah they were hoping to get some say they're like we'll get a centrist joe biden we'll get a fucking cop as his running mate <laughs> yeah that way that people because they're riding on that people hate trump vote from the left mm-hmm. and they were hoping to g- grab a few republicans but i so i think it was a dumb choice yeah i i it's more upsetting because, for me, because Bernie won me over. Like, a whole, so 20, 2016 was my first presidential election, mm-hmm. my, the first time I could vote mm-hmm. during it. And Bernie won me over wholeheartedly. I was like, ah, oh, I love him. Let's do this. Let's, like, I, I, can't, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, like, so much so that in 2016, I still voted Bernie for the presidential election. Because I was like, I live in California. 66% of the vote went to Hillary Clinton at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I didn't damage... Hillary Clinton's ability to win the election yeah. by voting Bernie Sanders when I lived in California. I know, right? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I uh, wrote in. I wrote in for my uh, election paper, and I wrote Bernie Sanders uh, as president and Elizabeth Warren as vice president. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my vote. 
fun fact. Um, and and then he started you know saying he was going to run again, and I was like, oh no, Bernie, don't! Like I was really disappointed. I really didn't care for him anymore. Like not in the sense that I didn't think he was a good politician, but I I just didn't think he should be going for president again. Mm. And then the worst part happened. He won me over again. Like, <laughs> I, was, I, thought, I thought I thought he was a perfect candidate. Like because his running premise wasn't. I'm not Trump, which is basically what Biden's fucking premise was. Mm-hmm. Um, his his big like campaign was what's the dump, what's the most ridiculous hospital bill you've ever gotten? Yeah, and yeah, and it was so good because it, it didn't matter what your political party was, you you had a story. Like it didn't matter who where like where you were on the on the spectrum. You you had a story where you went to the hospital for something simple, and you ended up with just years of debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I was like, that speaks to so many people. That's so perfect. I love it. And then he lost again. And it's just it's upsetting because I think that's why he would have won. Because I think he was trying to speak to everyone as opposed to speak to the Democrats, which I feel like Biden was just doing. Biden was just speaking to the he was he was just going, vote for me if you don't like this guy. He's a buffoon. Which, you know, it worked. But I think Bernie, his message maybe was just a bit pure. Maybe maybe he would have lost. And I but I would have been happy knowing that the guy who was running for the Democratic Party was, you know had a soul. See, Reese, I just yeah. think you're 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 a little bit too biased on that. Just because you like and support socialism, the American people don't. <laughs> yeah, well. So that's, that's why in your opinion it's a great idea. From another perspective, they're like uh, and then Trump's whole thing is smashing mm-hmm. socialism nobody yeah. no like it just it would have never worked man you can't you can't mm-hmm. run as a president in this country and hope to win when your premise is socialism you say that but i think one of the i think one of the most beautiful things out of this election um was i was watching a debate between bernie sanders and pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. and all the questions were about their policies yeah and i just went here we are as America, watching a debate between a Jew and a homosexual, and the only thing that we're asking them is their policies. And that is great. This That's is great. A great thing. Like, I was like, this, this is great. Yeah. It's perfect. But I don't think we're there yet, like, though, in terms of... I don't think we're... Yeah, we're <laughs> not there yet. But I think, I think, given the trajectory that the country's going, I think it's going to get there. Well, let's hope Bernie lives yeah. another 20 more years and maybe he can run... <laughs> No, I think I think the torch is being handed to AOC. Really, I, I think so too. Point. But she's kind of intense for me. I haven't paid attention. To she's her, intense, but she's like, like she's really intense. <laughs> she's like, whoa, damn. But this, like, there's a part of me that really doesn't like her, and there's a part of me that really does. See, like, there's yeah. this, there's a video, there's a video of her. Uh, she was doing like a town hall meeting or something like that, uh-huh. and um, this lady was like, she stood up and she was like, "What are we gonna do?" about global warming i hear that one of the biggest problems in it for global warming is like i'm paraphrasing again because i can't remember exactly she's like one of the biggest problems with global warming is overpopulation and food shortages Uh she's like so i've come up with a really good solution i think we should eat the babies (laughs) and she like starts screaming about how we should eat babies and aoc just like she switches like so perfectly just to like because you you can see like on her face she's just genuinely worried for this woman Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, she she sees her as this woman who's so terrified about what's happening to the planet that she thinks this is she's come to the conclusion this is the best decision. Mm-hmm. Now, 
later they found out that it was a crazy Trump supporter who was just trying to like Set make off. AOC look bad. Yeah. But like the way that she reacted and treated her was just with such a human touch that I was like, ah, even though I think you're crazy sometimes, I kind of like you. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I don't know enough about her yet. Um, mm-hmm. Sadly, I've only seen uh, crazy Trump supporters talking shit on her. So my perspective is very limited. But I would like to get yeah. to know her because I think following her political career from from this point is going to be important. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think she's I think she's on track to being a huge player in in U.S. politics for the rest of her life. Definitely, because she's so um, young. What is she like? Our age? Yeah, she's like thirty. Oh, she's thirty. Yes, yeah, four years off. Yeah. Like, yeah. So she's got at least another fucking thirty more years, <laughs> if not forty. Yeah, I mean, you see how these freaking old geezers how long they stay in politics dude exactly. jimmy carter is still alive i know it's nuts right yes fucking gerald ford's dead and jimmy carter's still alive you want to hear something <laughs> funny jimmy carter yeah, what? had a guitar made out of a tree that he planted wow that's nuts <laughs> is that, that crazy? did i tell you did i tell you i have a i have a guitar you have a guitar i got i got i got an electric guitar from uh this uh, this guy that I know. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah, it's like handmade. It's it's kind of cool. Oh, it's, it's handmade. It's, it's, nice. Yeah, it's handmade. It's like burnt and shit. Like it's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Very cool. Does it sound good? No, uh, not not well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I guess that's a story for another time then. Um, yeah. It's just like because it, it's handmade. The fret. It was like the first one he ever tried. Oh, so he like really? gave it. It's it's a free guitar. So it's like you know it's not. I'm not angry. But oh, like, I didn't know it was some free. of the frets are all kind of rot off. Yeah. No. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I haven't picked up any instrument. I'm I'm about to start doing hacking, and I'm thinking about doing penetration testing, and uh, excuse me, penetration <laughs> testing also known as pen I don't even know about what you do in the bedroom so. no this is what I'm going to do on the side for a side job I'm thinking about <laughs> so I'm thinking about doing that um, just be a freelance pen tester and go to companies and test out their security and their, and their software making sure that they are secure oh okay that's what you mean if I can take yeah. any of their passwords where their weak spots are uh, and then yeah there's actually really good money in that there's very good money in it and yeah. All it is is certifications. You don't really like. I mean, I guess you can get a computer science degree, uh, which I would like to get. But um, mm-hmm. I just I'm having a lot of fun on Linux, and uh, that's yeah. what you do all your penetration. That's what you do all your hacking and all your uh, testing with is a uh, OS and called Kali Linux, and um, mm-hmm. it's just it's is that Linux from California? No, it's Kali with a K. <laughs> it's like Kali, <laughs> Kali Ma. <laughs> I, I, I watched that the other day indiana like, jones um yeah temple of temple of dooms i thought it was still kind of fun it is um, fun all the indie movies are well all except maybe the yeah, last one all except king of the crystal <laughs> yeah. skull it's not really fun but they're all fun you know yeah they are all fun yeah. although i kind of find the first one i'll be honest i kind of find the first one kind of boring which one's the first one again the the uh, ark of the covenant one Ark? no it's not is it it's not called Ark of the Covenant. It's called Last Crusade. That's no, it. Last Crusade. I thought that no, was no, a... that's the last. That's the third yeah, one. Yeah, the third Shit. one. Last Crusade. Raiders the of the Lost Ark. Uh, Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark is the first one. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark to me is a little boring, and that's I think it's because we're like yeah. setting up, you know, who the hell our characters are, so it's boring. 
but um, but it's like it's setting up characters we're only going to see one of them again in the in the second movie yeah so it's like who are we setting up like and the second one sets up the characters fucking great like short round is hilarious yeah. and like you you want him to be like in all the movies oh, yeah, ever definitely. ever like yeah <laughs> he's just great yeah. um like the girl is kind of annoying just because her only role is to scream i feel like all the girls um, are annoying in those indie movies though uh no the girl in in that's the, probably the only thing that's fun about uh raiders of the lost ark is the the girl in that one's like she's all right she's clever yeah <laughs> yeah i don't even remember who the girl is the girl in the third one is a nazi right i don't know she's not I, yeah she's she... like that blonde nazi woman oh, right fuck, i don't know i got i gotta watch it. it's been a while yeah mm. who knows i think she sleeps with sean connery too i might be making that up <laughs> <laughs> but that's what i vaguely i vaguely remember that she sleeps with both of them oh no <laughs> but maybe um... i'm wrong Anyway, should we should we get to the to the movie now? Yeah, I guess now that we've talked about movies a little bit, we can segue our way yeah. into into the movie. Do you want to introduce it? Uh, Blue Velvet. Yeah, that that is the movie. Um, <laughs> what an introduction! I meant like actually say things about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so at first in the beginning, uh, first of all, spoiler alert. I mean, that should be literally in every description i don't know do you put spoiler yeah alert? spoiler alert for maybe other finch or fincher ooh, lynch films, lynch films david yeah. lynch films yeah uh and twin peaks and all that stuff yeah but man this felt like twin peaks the fucking prequel at first man like just at the beginning though because there was it does feel really twin peaks there was yeah. so many like noir elements yeah. in the beginning like the way like the shots and everything like yeah my girlfriend and i even made the joke when they're at the diner yeah and like he gets the french toast he's just like stop to like stop the waiter and be like excuse me uh miss but i have to say this is the uh <laughs> best goddamn french toast i've ever had <laughs> yeah that's fucking yeah i love twin peaks it's so terribly good yeah but um anyway so so yeah it felt very 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 uh like noir mystery it even had like it even had jazz music yeah playing, didn't it? Well, yeah, the movie had a lot of like more like fifties kind of singer songwriter, a little bit jazzy, but yeah. like more like kind of like early rock kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, which yeah obviously I mean, was influenced by jazz. Which is which that was I thought that was the weird part of the film is like it's set in the fifties, but or like I'm assuming because like all the, yeah, cars, all the cars are like fifties, pretty old, yeah. Well, like like late forties, early fifties, no, no, like no, kind no, of no, vibe. There's 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 sixties recent. Oh, 60s. 60s. Okay, sorry. Yeah. But, like, nothing like nothing about the movie gave a reason for it to be a quote-unquote period piece. No, and it really wasn't a period piece because, I mean, even some of those yeah. cars that they drove were from the 80s. So Yeah, it looked like the like Mike's car looked, like, pretty new. Yeah, there was a couple of cars. That like, a bit, like a pretty, like, modern, like, modern of the time muscle car. Uh, actually, that's from the 60s. Yeah, that what muscle cars? The Mike's car, the Charger. That's from the sixties. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I I don't know. I, don't know. I was looking <laughs> but, at all the vehicles throughout the entire movie. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I kind of just ripped them all off about twenty minutes in and just went, ah, oh, it's all fifties cars. Guys. But it's all weird. <laughs> but like it just like the ambulance was from the fifties. <laughs> yeah, the ambulance, the fire truck, like all this shit. Yeah, I was like, like, oh shit, that's an super old, old. Car, yeah. yeah. So I just didn't understand why, like. It didn't. I never felt like there was a reason as to why this was set in that but it, period. It wasn't though. That's the thing. It wasn't a period. Well, yeah, it's David Lynch, so it's like everything you're sh- he's showing us is probably not what's actually happening. Yeah, because I was gonna say like you're, you're saying it's set in the fifties, but it's not. I really think you misinterpreted it. <laughs> yeah. 
but like all the costumes and outfits were like well mostly on the women the mi- women outfits were kind of 50s 60s the idea that there's a nightclub singer is kind of 50s 60s like it felt like a 50s 60s story in a more mm-hmm. modern time uh well modern okay. for that because the movie came out in 86 right so that was that was more modern but it felt like a 50s story yeah. in a more modern setting and that's probably why he did have those uh older vehicles to to give the vibe but it wasn't the mm-hmm. actual setting yeah, I'll be honest. The the biggest shock in the film was that the uh, dad was not a crooked cop. Dude, I was really happy because I I like the dad. I like the detective, the the girl's father. Yeah. Um, because I I was like, oh man, is he gonna be crooked? I, I thought he was going to be. I had a feeling. Yeah, I feel like it's set up to make you think that it's 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 set up to make you think that he's gonna, and then yeah, it just kind of doesn't. But yeah, I really expected he was gonna shoot him right at the end. Oh no, that would have made me sad. I would have been like, oh fuck, man, because I mean, it, yeah. so because it feels so noir, you feel like it's gonna follow some certain beats. For example, our lead guy being kind of like the hero character who who isn't gonna die, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's gonna succeed in the end, yeah. you know. So, yeah. but this movie threw us for a couple of twists that made me feel uneasy. That made me think, oh. Is this not a typical noir? Like, is our hero actually gonna fucking die? <laughs> like, there was a couple times there. I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit! Like, what's? I really don't know why Frank didn't kill him when they're in that quarry yard. I yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe because he punched Frank, so in a way, mm-hmm. Frank kind of saw him as his equal. Maybe he can't kill him. Because yeah, because he did say that in the car. He was like, "You and me are the same." Yeah, he he said that and so yeah i don't know i think and i think in a way that they they i think they they're kind of alluding to that in a sense when like you know because she's she's like are you um are you are you a detective or are you a pervert yeah and it's and like for me to know and you I, find out <laughs> but obviously it's like leaning toward he's more of a pervert it kind of and i think that's both, yeah i think it is trying to to kind of lean toward the idea that he and frank are a bit a bit more similar than he was especially when he's like he's haunted by the fact that like he hit uh dorothy mm-hmm. but like obviously it came it came out of nowhere like almost like from within him mm-hmm. like that he was just a he was capable of it so like he is capable of any i think that's almost a worry of him from that point onward in the film that he is capable of the things that he's seeing yeah like he's 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 like why do people do these things why is the world so strange why is the world so terrible yeah yeah and i think that's like like almost just projection on his part like he's Mm -hmm. like he's worried that he is capable of these things and he doesn't want to be yeah but uh i feel like we kind of skipped a little bit ahead there Uh, yeah we did we kind of skipped a lot yeah Yeah, we skipped like right to the end Yeah, after yeah. Like two I'll be seconds. honest the movie like in a weird way like threw me with a weird curveball because the first half of the film like when we got to him being in the apartment mm-hmm. I was like to be honest I really enjoyed the whole like like young detective yeah, yeah. thing we were doing like yeah. I really wanted to go back to that but then at the end of the film when he like goes on the date with with, uh, with Laura Dern like yeah. I was like can we get back to the other bit because that was more interesting now like it almost it flipped like I I was when it got finally got back to the thing that I wanted it to be back to. Mm. I was like now more invested in watching the other part. Well, see, it's funny. I was telling my wife, I was like, "Yeah." So at first, it felt like I was watching Twin Peaks, the prequel, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it turned into just straight weird, crazy, like 
this is like I don't even know what to compare it to other David Lynch shit. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the thing is it's really hard to not compare it to just other David Lynch. Yeah, shit. and then at the part where they were at the date, you know, on the Friday night, and they were at a party. I was like, oh, okay, now now I'm watching um fucking Sixteen Candles or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it went back to crazy. <laughs> I was like, wow, yeah, this movie's kind of yeah. Odd. It was like Sixteen Candles. Fucking boyfriend shows up to beat him up, and you're like, ah, oh, fucking John Hughes drama. And then yeah. all of a sudden on his doorstep is just a naked yeah, crazy woman. Yeah, I was like, whoa, what like, the hell? <laughs> Yeah. Where did that come from? I mean, I was like, <laughs> I was originally like, I was going to watch this movie downstairs in my living room. <laughs> um, and then like, I looked up reviews and like all the things were saying like, that it was like, had a lot of sex scenes in it. So I was like, uh, I don't want, I don't want to show up. I don't want people to show up and me have to like, try and explain what's happening in the film. It was more and me to be like, no, 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 I'm not just, I'm not just watching porn. Yeah. yeah it was, it was, <laughs> and, yeah. and then when I finished the film, I was like, there really wasn't much in there. Not that much, was crazy. No. It was yeah. a lot of sexual themes, like the weird yeah. rape scene. Like, God, yeah. that was that was that made me uncomfortable. It made me very it's, uncomfortable. It's weird, but because it's it suggests almost that it's not like against her will, because she's like happy when she's being beaten up by him. Oh, yeah, she's happy when she's being beaten by anybody. It, it does turn her on, but yeah. She so it's 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 just like confusing because especially at the end of the film where she's reunited with her kid mm-hmm. and i'm just kind of like okay but like what about all the mental problems that she had oh yeah she has so <laughs> like are we just issues. gonna gloss over the fact that she's maybe not fit to be raising this kid <laughs> well i mean the movie was meant to end on a happy note like it was so obviously intentionally happy i think it was supposed to make us yeah. feel a little uneasy to be honest i mean you had the bird eating the mm-hmm. bug remember i honestly kind of felt like all of that didn't happen. It does feel kind of dreamy, especially the way it ends with the, yeah. with the dude passing by on the fire truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it did in the beginning, yeah. It kind of makes me think, like, like so, yeah. okay, the accident happened with his dad, right? And mm-hmm. uh, we saw, like, a young child in the background. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that child was supposed to be. I thought it was supposed to be him at first, the main character, Jeffrey. Yeah. But uh, then all of a sudden we cut to he's visiting his dad in the hospital, who's after he's been injured and that makes me think okay wait then who the fuck was the kid was it was it her kid like what is it kind of has a lot of questions (laughs) i thought it was a neighbor's kid to be honest it could have been a neighbor's kid is where he fell yeah but maybe i'm wrong i don't know but i think i think child like innocence childhood and innocence is a theme of the film so i think it's not odd that that kid is there because i think it's kind of just a part of the the kind of story that they're telling yeah yeah and then i mean i feel like i don't know enough but i think the fact that his dad was in recovery in the hospital sobbing and everything and like kind of him watching Mm -hmm. his father go through a trauma i mean there has to be some connections in that involving this dude's weird fucking daddy yeah because i feel like the whole uh father subplot yeah doesn't account for like doesn't amount to anything so but it's david lynch so i imagine somewhere in his brain there's a reason why it's there well, yeah, remember when and the he's just trying to figure out why what he thinks remember when the dude was raping the girl he was like uh calling her yeah. mommy and and she wanted him to call him daddy and it but yeah, yeah. he wanted to like re-enter her or something it was fucking like like damn dude. yeah like i feel like i have to watch it a couple more times to really maybe understand or draw connections and parallels to can the i situations can i just say how much i enjoy dennis hopper as an actor not in the sense that he's a good actor but in the sense that like i feel like 
it really doesn't matter what the script is in front of him. Mm-hmm. He just fucking goes for it. Like he doesn't care. Like he he could he literally will do anything. Not not in like a bad Nicolas Cage kind of way, <laughs> but like in a sense that he just he's like like if you ask him to do something, there's no like, ooh, got to get ready for that. He's just like already there. You're talking about Mike, right? Uh, Frank. Oh, Frank. Sorry, it's Frank. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, not Frank. Mike. Mike was the yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything I see him in, like, it's weird, but it's like he doesn't act like it. What he's doing is it's weird. weird. <laughs> like he, he's just like, he's like already there in that zone, which Dude. maybe is a credit to him, but or like as it to maybe you know he maybe he's a bit insane, but at the same time, I think it's interesting he really was in the zone in this movie like <laughs> god damn dude the the shit that he had to do that just looked so natural even though it was yeah so his performance is definitely the best of the film well i'll be honest kyle mclaughlin's performance was probably the weakest it was and the film. Was, you're talking about jeffrey well no laura dern's face when she's like angry that this <laughs> mentally unstable woman is like pining <laughs> over her boyfriend and i was like Dude, what about this situation seems to you like this woman knows what's happening right now listen when they cut to her like, face when they cut to her face and just seeing it so like oh it's so funny it was so it was so yeah i was like what the hell that doesn't look yeah. normal it really it looks like the uh, it looks like a, a personification of like the sad cl- like actor the actor it did look like maybe maybe the uh, fucking david lynch was like no saturn with your mouth wider <laughs> i need you to do this uh sadder and with your mouth more open yeah. all right time is money people <laughs> this been so long since i've watched white is because you know okay. i've been watching a lot since like quarantine started oh really because i think I, I think i told you they've they've been doing like a bunch of stuff no you online didn't now. tell me this at all oh i thought i had no yeah Okay, well, they've been doing a lot of stuff online. <laughs> wow, I haven't seen those um, guys in forever. I'd love to see what they're up to. They have a, they have a YouTube channel now. Nice. Um, they do, like, uh, like a Twitch stream every once in a while, but I've never really watched that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they do, um, like, on their Twitch stream, they'll go through episodes and, ske- and sketches. Yeah. And then they'll just talk about, like, how they wrote them, what it was like filming oh, them, cool. this, this, this. That's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 fun, and they I I don't think they've done happier with your mouth open yet, but they talk about a lot of them, and it's it's always fun. I really enjoy. It. They're still pretty funny. They're doing like a a D and D playthrough right now. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of fun because Timmy's trying to like fucking be the DM. I and thought he's trying so. To cor- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to like corral them while like Sam and Trevor are just like doing loads of cocaine in character. <laughs> <Do these guys laughs> like, look they're just like like old now. I think the only person who looks old is Darren. Oh yeah, but that's because I think Darren just looked like a baby the whole show. Yeah, and now he looks like how everyone else does. But like everyone else, kind of looks the same. Like Zach looks exactly how he did before. Trevor looks the same way he does before. Sam just has a mustache now, <laughs> um, and Timmy uh, just has pigtails all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Which is it's a thing. Timmy had COVID. Oh no. That was the thing. Oh. Yeah, during like lockdown he did a whole he did like COVID diaries. <laughs> Jesus. And it was him just like just being like, Today I feel kinda shit. <laughs> um yep. Yeah. Uh pretty bad cough. So yeah, let you know tomorrow. Next day he's like, oh, I feel alright now. Uh, <laughs> cough's still there, but Yeah. You know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um but anyway, back to the back to that weird fucking face she made. Back to the weird I movie. I was yeah. like, God, what the hell is going on? But uh 
Yeah, that lady was clearly out of her mind. Like, she wasn't even calling yeah. him by his name, was she? Uh, I think she just... She called him... Well, she referred to him a lot of times Don. as Don, yeah. as her kid. What, well, well, no, Don is also That was the weirdest. Is... Yeah, I'm assuming it's the same name. It is. It's like a like they, It was Don and Don Jr., yeah. yeah it's Donnie. Donnie um, is the son. Don yeah. is the husband. Yeah. Yeah. But... And they don't even, like, bring... Mention the fact that, you know, she lost her husband. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did. Because yeah. remember, no, I mean, like, in the sense that, like, she doesn't address, like, they're not like, they, there's no payoff in terms of like her reaction to like finding out her husband's dead. But at least I still have my kid. No, like, no, no. She when she showed up to the house, she said they hurt Don's head. That's the bullet oh. that went through his head. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't catch that. No. No. Yeah. She. She definitely. I, knew. I'll be honest. I thought she was like refer still referring to him as Don. No. 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 Okay. Yeah, no. She was talking about her husband. They said that she heard Don's head. It wasn't until she was in the house and holding him that she started referring to him as Don again. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, she said they heard his head. They heard Don's head, and uh, that was when you when he finally went to the apartment and he saw there was a bullet hole through Don's head, and you saw the missing ear, and you're like, oh, okay, that's who that guy yeah. is. At first, I was like, is yeah. that her dad? You know, did he die? But it wasn't. It was. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought it was going to be too. Like, I thought he was either going to be crooked or he's going to die by the end. But like, I really didn't get like he just was just fine. He was just like you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it seemed like that he was going to just go hang out with his friend. Yeah, like his partner, and then uh, that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what it, it was. It's a weird film because it's it's David Lynch, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to. It's just hard to analyze as a film. Yeah, because, I mean, he kept panning to that open window with the velvet red curtains. Do you remember? Yeah. And I couldn't, for the life of me, figure out what that was trying to tell us. And I'm still kind of stuck there. Like, what Yeah, we... I kind of forgot about it until you mentioned that. Now, now I'm trying to rack my brain. Yeah, because they, they showed it a number of times. I think it was at least three. Mm-hmm. Two or three. So, sorry, times. had you seen this movie before? No, no. I watched it okay, last night. Okay, yeah. I forgot like whether or not you'd seen it before or so it is because you like you really like Twin Peaks. You've always really I do liked like Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. Yeah, yeah. Um, is are you, and I remember you fucking loved Eraserhead. Oh yes, I case. do. Eraserhead. <laughs> I've fallen asleep to that movie and had nightmares, man. <laughs> so like, yeah. I mean, it's just as as someone who really likes David Lynch, do you feel like this movie? makes more sense because i like i've watched his movies mm-hmm. but i never really felt like they like made i'd say the movie that made the most sense is like mulholland drive uh-huh. well <laughs> which is saying something i was gonna say like this movie is definitely feels a lot more linear than some of his other films that he has mm-hmm. um yeah and i i it's definitely not as as cryptic i guess you could say because his films do kind of come off really yeah. cryptic i feel like that's almost a hindrance as a person who's watched so many of his films now, mm-hmm. like going back to this one to like 86 mm-hmm. and like, I think I'm just staring at it looking for cryptic shit mm-hmm. and like, there isn't no, maybe yeah, this as much, but at the same time, I feel like maybe it. I'm, maybe I'm missing stuff. Cause I'm thinking maybe, well, oh, maybe he hasn't done that yet. Like, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, but I'll be honest, some of the, the best parts of the film were the most linear bits where like, mm-hmm. it was just him and Laura Dern, like doing, detective shit i liked that i did like it i liked how it was it had, fun like this film had like two like i was stories. like 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, there's really small stakes. Like, I don't really, I'm not like that terrified. Like, it, it was just, it felt like exactly, like, I like films where, like, it's really simple shit happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and, because I feel like people think that good movies are, like, grand ideas. Yeah. And people, I think people forget that good movies are simple ideas done very well. Yeah. Which is two people doing weird detective shit like yeah and that that was a lot of fun see if that was and then obviously the whole movie mm-hmm. and they didn't add all that crazy stuff with frank and him getting involved with frank and him getting involved yeah. with lore like if he you know was able to keep his distance from her yeah and not throw himself into the actual mystery i think i still would have enjoyed the film because then it would have been very much so like a modern noir with just like a David yeah exactly vibe, which would have been cool but it would have been. Yeah. He added all this other stuff, which I still enjoyed and kind of makes me think a lot more. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, well, I, I just, just don't really like the character after the film because, like, he's he's like weird and creepy toward Laura Dern, and for some reason she's into him, and it kind of feels awkward because she's still in school and he's like well, here, showing here, up as this, this older, successful guy. So okay, I think we're meant to draw parallels with Jeffrey to both Frank and her dad the detect the detective i forget his name yeah i i got that from the beginning when he's like you know um is that why you became a detective is because you like this stuff yeah yeah and he said it's you know it's good but it's horrible and um and so we're, we're supposed to be drawing these these parallels between these characters and i think that's why his daughter she sees that in him and for that mm-hmm. i think that's why she loves him jeffrey and i think that's why she stays yeah. with him and jeffrey after getting involved with the mystery to such a degree i think he was only telling um what's her name uh god i can't remember the, the singer laura dern i forget her damn name oh the, uh, dorothy yeah dorothy i think he was only telling dorothy yeah. what she wanted to hear because it would allow him yeah to get closer to the mystery and that's yeah like, which I, I i got that from like when she was like do you like me and then he didn't respond and she was like do you like me and he was like oh i i real like he realized he had to tell yeah. her what she wanted he has to yeah uh, especially because she's unstable but at the same time like he's still there's still an element of him taking advantage of her oh 100 which man. she's Dude. already in like this extremely horrible situation he fucking blew his and her. it's he, just he, he put his disease yeah. in her Oh, fucking Christ. Like, that was the most disgusting line I've ever heard in my life. I still have you he, in me. I have his disease in me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what's your name? Thought it was disgusting, too. <laughs> yeah. If if a girl had said that to me, I think I'd put all my shit in a car and drive 5,000 miles away. Um, which isn't which isn't why I left California, because I realized there's a very specific distance. <laughs> it's about as far as I am from L.A. right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, that was... <laughs> I was sitting there with my wife, and she was like, "That's fucking weird." <laughs> yeah, that's a weird shit to say. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was uh, yeah, very uncomfortable. Like he's just, yeah, he just he wasn't he wasn't a likable protagonist. I I and did like, like and there was a certain part of the film where like I almost did like the reason I think I did kind of think he was gonna die is because I didn't care if he did. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I thought it would just add. Like I didn't care if he died or if he lived. In fact, I thought it would be more interesting of a story if he had died, like because I was now more invested in just like the psychosis and and craziness that was Frank. What if he did? Like I wanted, and yeah, the ending like is literally yeah, him in heaven. That's what I thought. Like because <laughs> the movie kind of it feels dreamy. Yeah, feels after dreamy. after he shoots Frank, it feels dreamy. 
like you just hear gunshot and then there's almost like that it, like it's a weird edit to like the fake Dennis Hopper like doll that they blew up yeah right yeah but like from that edit onward it felt really g- dreamy so almost like like the prosthetic wasn't fake because that was the film department mm-hmm. but the prosthetic was fake because this is just his imagination from that point onward like his almost like his death thoughts of like well, if I make it out of here alive, this is what life would be like. Yeah. My dad will be out of the hospital. I'll be with this beautiful girl. I'll be a part of her family and everything will be happy and everything will be great. And like, yeah, it's just, and that's, it does feel. Yeah, that's what I like about fake. David Lynch, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's meant to be interpreted in many different ways in a lot of his films, like a lot. Yeah. Um, like even with Eraserhead or even uh, Twin mm-hmm. Peaks, there's, there's a, he throws so much crap out there that. Yeah. You can almost interpret it in any kind of way you want to. Obviously, he has his specific message, you know, mm-hmm. almost like poetry, but th- there's other ways to see the story, and you still kind of get the main gist of it all, um, <clears throat> which I guess was... was uh, so, so he was talking about why are there people like this, right? Like people like Frank in this mm-hmm. world, and then he kind of almost sees himself become close to frank in the end he ends up killing someone he ends up killing him yeah and it almost feels like he's killing that part of himself at the same time since yeah yeah and that's when he's able to go back to but yeah i I felt like it's a it's a bit of him killing that bit of himself but i think it also could be interpretive to be honest how i interpreted it of, of like now he it can be frank that's yeah like, that's always possible it could be frank like yeah. now that person is gone he can he doesn't have to look in the mirror when he does bad things because he doesn't have to see that person also doing bad things see, like that's what i was thinking that... too like uh maybe after he gets rid of frank then he almost becomes a little like him in that mm-hmm. getting rid of him yeah 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 can i just uh say how much i want to be ben in every day of my life do you remember Ben, the guy that they, the house they go to, and he's like just the guy. He's like he's dressed really suave, and he's always oh really the suave. suave. You're just so <laughs> fucking suave. <laughs> it's just just that line where he's like, oh, Frank's here. Yeah, like it's just for everything he did made me laugh. I fucking loved it. Dude, those guys were a weird pair, complete opposites. <laughs> yeah, but like you could see how much they'd like work off each other, they like do. especially with like you know, yeah, they just they they worked really well together. They did. He kind of. He understood Frank in a weird way, and and Frank understood him yeah. in a weird way, and they were like symbiotic in their relationship. Him giving him drugs and money, and and Frank almost respected him for like what he was in his life. Yeah, I know you're playing Among Us weird. over there. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> no, my wife is playing Among Us right now. I just got a notification. <laughs> I've I've played that game uh once <laughs> i never played it i mean i tried to i got into a lobby never never happened there was no people but uh yeah. i i played it once and it, within 20 seconds somebody guessed who the fucking imposter was already god damn in 20 seconds yeah yeah was... and it was like ah, oh, somebody says it's this person and they were like it's right and then that was it <laughs> <laughs> that was quick <laughs> and i just went well that was boring and i just fucking chucked it out of my uh, off my phone apparently it's more fun if you're the imposter so not for that guy. He only lasted twenty seconds. <laughs> he must have been a shitty imposter if they found out yeah. that fast. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Ben and his suave ass self, 
Dude, I don't... His nice little tuxedo jacket. It was, it was an alright jacket. He was pretty suave. Yeah, I kind of wanted to know more about Ben's character and what the hell that yeah. place was that they were at. Yeah, I kind of thought it was perfect. It was, it was that exact amount of time where, I, where I'm where i I'm happy that he was there, I'm intrigued by him, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like disappointed by finding out more and being like, well, now I'm bored by him. Yeah, and we never went into the room to actually see like where her kid or her husband were being kept, and like, yeah. that was kind of interesting, too. Uh, and that Frank, what, like, what's the deal with Frank's over emotional attachment to music? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that what that's supposed to mean. If it's supposed to mean anything, because there's always that element. Yeah. There's that element in David Lynch films where like something happens, and I go, "Ooh, what does that mean?" And then I think to myself, "Is David Lynch literally trying to like fucking dupe me by like?" being like they're gonna probably read into this ha <laughs> ha yeah <laughs> like and then like it means nothing and he's just got a fucking one over on yeah him. like it, it's all dark now or it's dark now that bullshit that he kept saying frank yeah i really don't think that i don't know if way. yeah i don't know if that what that was about because like yeah he said it when she lit the candle yeah but then he said it again when she when he blew out the candle yeah so i was like well which one was dark <laughs> yeah yeah so I don't understand that too much. I don't think we're supposed to really look into that too much. I think it's just supposed to be yeah. further fleshing out the insanity of the character um, and like yeah. just the mental instability. And so his, his reaction to music, uh, making him cry or everything, make him be emotional is, is uh, again, I, I just don't know if that was supposed to be something we're re- we're supposed to read into or not, because, you know, obviously yeah. it's the reason why he, um, he kidnapped her wife and, and child or his uh the girl's husband and child um mm-hmm. is because she was singing blue velvet and you could tell that he loved it so much that he needed to have it yeah. himself and that's what he did he yeah kidnapped kid. and i think that's the only significance and maybe they showed us again later on with his uh suave ass buddy lip singing a song <laughs> Yeah, um, he was like really into it. It almost looked like he didn't want to be that into it. Almost like he, Frank himself, has some repressed homosexual feelings towards him. Um, mm. But you know, or maybe like not even homosexual feelings, but just like in the sense that like he. Well, he got angry. Remember, like he got just angry is. Turn off the music. Yeah, maybe I can see what you're yeah. saying by that. I just I I kind of took that as like he didn't like that he was being so vulnerable in front of like his people um not just his people but also in front of ben. um uh no uh fucking jeffrey fuck, what's his name jeffrey <laughs> jeffrey yeah yeah says it enough times in the film what's your name what's your name uh, what's dude your name? i don't remember like, the girl fucking... names but i remember the guy names for the most part <laughs> yeah I, I i can remember the girls like uh the crazy girls dorothy but like i can't remember what laura dern's name was sandy yes sandy. It, was it, was sandy. Sandy. it was sandy it was sandy yeah you're right yeah <laughs> sandy so dorothy sandy frank and jeffrey literally the same they are. As the girl from greece sandy yeah maybe that's uh no it's not <laughs> Shut up. it can't be that'd be so stupid no, probably not yeah <laughs> but dude i didn't but no, expect was... full full frontal nudity from uh what's his name though in this one tom mclaughlin yeah didn't expect yeah. that uh i i i did because again i thought the film was gonna have like a lot Hardcore more. I thought sex. it was basically going to be like a, a fucking watching half a porn. Like, oh, no, no. There's, there's very few movies like, I've watched that are like that, and I can't even name them off the top of my head right now. I The only movie that I that I name 
there's two movies I could name that I would say is like basically trying kind of watching porn, and that's um, Blue is the warmest color, because mm. um, that that gets a bit excessive in the film. Um, like in the first scene where the characters like are having sex, you're like yeah. you kind of get it because it's like it's like the build up of their relationship. Yeah, yeah. Of like you know they 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 admit their feelings for each other and they start like and they they sleep together. Yeah. But then like it happens like three more times or no two other times in the film. Yeah. And you're like, well, these scenes don't have emotional weight anymore. Yeah. Because I've like like there's no point to them other than like kind of watching two girls fuck yeah i've heard those which movies, just feels more like perversion yeah i've heard those movies can be like almost considered softcore yeah like, that's what I've um, heard those movies or that movie described as and then there's love by gaspar noe which is just, just like it's 50 percent porn oh wow um yeah and it's like it's it's full like it's not it's not simulated sex you know what movie? it's I like think actual it's kind sex. of straight up pornographic didn't you suggest, say that movie the other day like yeah. you were like have you seen this movie and i was like no and you're like dude yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be my my suggestion uh for not this next week but obviously the other week um okay cool but uh <laughs> like you're like you start it with i think this movie is basically porn it's gonna be my suggestion in two weeks time <laughs> well it's kind of it's kind of pornographic because it has yeah. a lot to do with sex like, i know it has a lot to do with yeah. sex yeah so that's why it feels kind of pornographic um obviously there's a lot more to it than that but yeah like the opening scene just starts off with it and it's like i can't wait for you to watch it because it's gonna be you're gonna laugh at the beginning you'll be like okay. really that was it <laughs> but <laughs> well i mean i watch love then love is the first the first scene of love like the first five minutes of the movie love is just a hand job <laughs> hold on give me give me a sec oh okay it's nothing all right what? Nothing. A sign fell outside, okay. and I thought somebody knocked on our door, kind of. But it's just the sign. Oh, okay. fell. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Like the the movie Love is like essentially like I I, I bring it up a lot for like art. Yeah. As like art as a genre or as a thing, mm-hmm. especially in films, is like Gaspar Noé, Noé was like, hey, I had this idea for a movie because I feel like we talk about relationships and love in movies, but then we never show sex, which is like obviously a huge part of like a relationship relationship. like and and he was like so i wanted to show like real sex between a couple oh is that the one where he's having sex with his ex-girlfriend no okay because this is movie where they show real sex in the film but the Mm -hmm. actress who he has cast in his film he he so happens to be the actor to the main actor um is his ex-girlfriend oh no they didn't they didn't really know each other at all oh this one's different (laughs) then yeah yeah Oh, I'm um, different, but it shows oh, yeah. real sex as well. Also, the the main chick in the movie, she's fucking like just what a, what an ace person she was. She went like so she yeah you know, she does this movie and then like uh like a couple months later she got in like a horrific car accident and like it really fucked up her face and she's like missing teeth. Oh my god! And then like it the movie was gonna premiere at Cannes Film Festival and she went anyway, and they were like don't you aren't you worried this is going to damage you like as like because you're an actress like you're going to be photographed like looking horrendous missing teeth mm-hmm. this is this mm-hmm. like aren't you worried about and she was like con film festival isn't about me being an actress it's about presenting films and art that's very true and i was like what a fucking boss like <laughs> yeah that's that's an actor who is about the art yeah not about the film no, it was really good yeah yeah but yeah, the movie is just a, it's just a bunch of, it's just a lot of sex scenes between two people. Um, and it's like one of those where 
I go, yes, that you are correct. Movies don't showcase the sexual aspect of people's relationships as explicitly as you have before. Now, no one ever has to do it again, thank God. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, there's just like a reason why that, that is a that that doesn't happen because there's a lot of useless things that happen over the course of a day that don't matter to tell a story or enhance it you know what i mean i get using it to actually enhance the story but if it doesn't then it just feels gratuitous and kind of vulgar Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so i I get i get that but that's why people don't really do it (laughs) yeah yeah and again why now people don't have to do it again so if anybody does it again i can just go no 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 Somebody's done that. Look at <laughs> you're that not code. being unique. <laughs> yeah, you're not unique. You're not. You're just making. At this point, you are just making porn because somebody's done that. <laughs> yeah. And therefore, that exists, and we don't need to see it again. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, David Lynch films. I don't know. I don't know how to segue back to that. So. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah, I don't either. But uh, this movie was definitely. Like you know, he had all that cryptic stuff, but I, I feel like it was the least of cryptic of his of his stuff that I've yeah seen. it was the least cryptic but it was still pretty david lynch like it was still like it was it was it's i wasn't sitting there going who wonder who directed this film <laughs> if you want to watch oh uh, uh, if you want to watch a movie of david lynch mm-hmm. doing a noir watch this one if you want to watch the show obviously twin peaks <laughs> yeah but uh i'd rec- honestly i'd recommend twin peaks more oh i would I recommend guess. twin peaks way over but if someone just wants to watch a movie they don't want to get involved in a whole show then but it's not a long show. It's like two seasons. Yeah, but it? some people are just like, ah, I don't want to start a whole show. You know, I, I've met people. That, like, I, 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 listen, this is coming from a guy who literally says, I don't want to start a show because <laughs> I don't like how much time it takes. <laughs> say, but if somebody said, do you want to watch the show? It's two seasons. I'd be like, man, it's not that long. How many? I'm just going to say how many episodes of Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks has 48 episodes, man. You want to know how many episodes are in a season? Uh, Like, what, 24? 24? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know in that. In a standard US TV show, 24 episodes are in a season. Is that, well, 22, generally. Is that standard? Yeah. I didn't know that was standard. I don't know, man. I've been watching anime. 13 episodes are the standard. Uh, What? Yeah. In an anime, it's like 50 episodes a season. No, 13. Okay, how many TV episodes in a TV show? 20 to 26 mm-hmm. is standard US television series. In the UK, it's like five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and in anime, it kind of all depends. Sometimes it's 13, sometimes it's fucking more than that. Sometimes it's less than that. It all changes, but uh, I think the average is like 13 or so. Okay, it says modern animes run from 11 to 14. Yeah. But normally it's about the average generally was 24 like in the past yeah oh, okay but yeah see i told you that's why it says modern being 14 to 11 to 14 i hope we got that on recording i hope you hear my wife's burp in the background during during the editing i did not but i also burped like a couple seconds ago so i don't know if she and i like burped at the same time so that'd be cool <laughs> yeah that'd be amazing you guys must be in sync yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. It's uh, as long as the audio lines up, it just makes my job easier. <laughs> I use that as like our, you know, our our slate. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but uh, so, oh, okay, okay. So let's go. Let's go over our ratings now. What, what would you? What okay. would you rate this, Reese? You, you go first. Uh, 
I probably would give it a 7 out of 10, if I'm being honest. Uh, that sounds about right for me, too. Yeah. Um, it's not like... It's not a movie that I think everybody should just watch, you know? I mean... It's yeah, David I'd be hard-pressed to... It's, it's David Lynch. Yeah, it's I'm hard-pressed to really kind of suggest any of his films that I've seen. Like, I don't really recommend people Eraserhead or Mulholland Drive. <laughs> I would or... love to recommend Eraserhead to everyone I see, honestly. <laughs> I know, I know, because you recommended Eraserhead to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I recommend that movie to anybody, just because, like, <laughs> you got to watch it, man. Like, it's weird. <laughs> and I just want people to be exposed to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a weird one but uh it's definitely interesting for sure and i like watching it in terms of just an art piece like that's how i look at that film Mm -hmm. i look at it as just pure art so that's how i like it it's it's weird because it's not like any type of traditional film style art or anything like that it's like Mm -hmm. like abstract art in the shape of a film yeah that's how it feels to me and I, I like that aspect of it. In fact, yeah, I feel like well, I think that's films. that's what film can just really do in general is be super abstract and um, and have all, all the kind of things that there were, I forget who where I heard it from that somebody said that the best part about um, uh, film is that it, so in 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 paintings mm-hmm. like you can only use the medium of painting. Yeah. In sculptures, you can only use the medium of sculpting. In uh, acting, you can only use the... It, like, stage acting, you can only use the medium of stage acting. Mm-hmm. But in film, you can have all of them. You can show someone's sculpture and someone acting opposite that. You can show a painting. You could show... You can play music. You can have every... Essentially, almost every art form yeah. within film. Uh-huh. And so it allows a showcase of more artistic expression in a sense yeah that's very true that's very true so i like watching film so i like watching mm-hmm. movies um you like watching movies oh man maybe we should maybe we should start a podcast oh fuck all right what should we call it um oh hold on we'll, we'll save that for after the podcast we'll talk about it yeah well yeah, we'll talk about that after yeah, we'll the uh, about current that. podcast yeah. <laughs> just like just like what's what start a podcast about what the worst movies are just watch those do reviews on oh them. man i'd be happy to do that I, one of these days i'm gonna recommend a shit film. we're gonna have to do it as like a in a like an intentionally like a bad movie well, we got to do it like as a short or something you know what i mean like a short podcast on it <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. know if we could sit there and talk do about we have it to i honestly could talk about a bad movie <laughs> maybe we could maybe it'd be easier actually <laughs> yeah yeah um yes it's hard to pick apart like a really good film mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. i feel anyway like because it, it's there's only so it's like it's like when you eat a good meal yeah. Like when you when you eat good food, sometimes you're just like, that's really good. Like, and why? Uh, it's just it's just really good. Like I'm really enjoying myself. Oh man. Like that's yeah. like how else do I explain to you that this taco is really good? <laughs> that's the big like, taco. Yeah, of course that's big taco. But like if if you have bad food, like it's pretty easy to pinpoint what's not working. What's oh the tacos like soggy it's it's not like it's not yeah or not even soggy it's 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 not. It's not that it's a it's a hard shell taco. It's stale tortilla. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Some bits are, are are soft. Some bits are kind of hard. Well, see, that's it's why crumbling you gotta get that Ortega brand, like... man. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm just trying to say like it's easy. It's almost in a sense easier to critique things yeah. than it is to praise. Because pray at the end of the day, I can go. Blue Velvet. It was a weird film. It was good. Don't know if I'd recommend it. I I uh, was happy I watched it. Yeah. 
I'm not sure if it was great or even really good, but it had a lot more to offer me than a lot of standard films do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. In terms of what I want to, things I'm going to chew chew on while I kind of think about when I think about the film longer. But that's about all I can really say about it. But you know, if it was bad, I could say a lot more. Like, yeah. How much shit did I say about fucking? Uh, uh, what was that horrible Christmas film you had me watch? Oh, uh, better watch out. Don't watch out. Better watch. Better out. watch out. Better, better watch, watch out. out. That was it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The, it's just yeah. Sometimes it's easier to, to critique than to praise. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, a good taco, you just go. I'm just having a good time. It's good. It's good food. Yeah, I enjoyed it's great. it. Um, I would say the actors, the acting in it, besides you know Jack or mm-hmm. not Jack. Uh, is it Jack? Frank. Frank. <laughs> I keep saying that. Yeah. You keep saying, you, is it like John or no, Jack and like Mike, a few other weird names? Jack, but it's yeah, Frank Mike. Frank, yeah. Uh, yeah. Frank was great. Frank was just a pure joy to watch, even though he was a terrible human being. Like, yeah. I hated But Dennis him. Hopper just, like I said, he just throws himself into this but so he, perfectly. Like, from an actor, you're just like, yeah, dude, this guy's into it. Like, he's crazy. Yeah. And I hate him, but he's into it, you know? So, yeah. I like He that. didn't, like, the, his, his character would have suffered so much if the actor who was cast held back at all yeah i felt like if if the actor if it wasn't him the movie would be significantly worse because everybody else's acting oh, yeah. felt kind of subpar yeah yeah uh kyle mclaughlin i felt it was very clear that this was like his first major film it kind of felt like that yeah. <laughs> um yeah. laura dern i don't want to like fault her i just think that she can't she like like most people mm-hmm. <laughs> can't act in such an obscure situation and it really yeah, like because really she's she's supposed to be in an odd crazy weird lynchy world like david lynchy world yeah and she just isn't really like selling it to me mm-hmm. like it's almost too much like it's too far in the other direction of like hyper reality yeah yeah i felt like she um, would have fit better in a john hughes movie <laughs> well i think she's in inland empire which is a movie i've really wanted to see for a long time i haven't seen she? it yeah. Because that's David Lynch as well. Uh, yeah, Laura Dern is the main character in Inland Empire. Perfect. Oh, well. well maybe yeah, we so I'm assuming... I, I, I've heard really good things about that, so maybe she just gets better at doing that Maybe later. she does, yeah. But, like... Because, like, she's really good in Jurassic Park. Hmm. Like, I, <laughs> nothing to say against her in that movie. I mean, I liked her in like, that movie, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's a bad actor. I just think in this film, it just doesn't really click as well. Yeah. Um... Yeah, other than that, the dad, I think, worked fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't like anything special, <clears throat> it was just, it worked fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the, Dennis Hopper is is the one who really sold the movie. Like, he just, yeah. he tied it all together. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, so, it definitely would have been worse. So for me, I would say, if you like noirs, and you want mm-hmm. something that'll throw you for a loop, because, you know, noirs can get kind of repetitive. They, they kind of follow the same little deal, you know? This mm-hmm. one throws you for a fucking loop, so watch it. Um, yeah. I give, Although I if give I if I can well. complain a second, what was it? if I can complain a second, <laughs> it throws you through a loop, but that loop takes you back right back to where noir films normally would go. Yes, it does. It does actually. It, so it's, it's a still literal loop. Being a noir. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it feels like it's gonna go so to almost to the point where like it feels like halfway through the film or not more not halfway because halfway is about like halfway through the film is when he i think he like actually that that's the first time he leaves the apartment yeah like uh the movie's like a really slow burn at the beginning and then it just kind of like kind of ramps up a little bit but like not really 
Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it does kind of ramp up with um, once he starts getting which I thought was a <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a little bit of my uh, problem with the film is like time felt odd because like there were there were certain sections of the film that were essentially in real time. Yeah, like it was like everything was happening as it's happening. Yeah, and like but then there's like moments where like it feels like. I think a week has gone by or like, I don't know how much yeah. time has gone by since the last one, yeah. but considering how slow the other one was, I don't really know the speed that the other, I, I feel like it's rushing mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going like, Whoa, calm down. Well, after <laughs> we just spent yeah. like 30 minutes being in real time. And now all of a sudden a week's gone by. Yeah. <laughs> after he tells the dad, all the information shows him the photos. That's when it speeds up mm-hmm. again. And it gets to back yeah. to like how the beginning was, where it was like, yeah. oh, day essentially, yeah, especially with his face being fixed. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, we healed up pretty quickly. Yeah, but uh, it was. Uh, I, I liked it. I liked it. It, it definitely yeah. does. Like it just gives you a twist on like a noir setting, and it's a David Lynch yeah. twist, so it's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's why David I Lynch twist say is... a seven uh, because mm-hmm. you get to see an artist really work his stuff, but. Not to mm. the the degree that you know he's capable of with some of his other films, but this one yeah. feels like a tame. Uh, pro- I would probably say the most accessible of of you know some of his films. Um, so I'd say this one okay. would be a good one, good one to, to yeah. watch. So, yeah, yeah. But weird guy. That's the kind weird of person guy. I would. There's a the, yeah. yeah. He's he has that greater interview where he was saying like George Lucas like came to him in like 1976 or whatever mm. and he was like hey check out my script that i've written and it was star wars yeah and it was like and he was like and i'm reading it it's got something about a talking bear <laughs> and like <laughs> there's like space ninjas or whatever <laughs> and he's like and i just told george this is this is the dumbest shit i've ever read in my life <laughs> and he was like and that's why i make films and george makes money <laughs> dude solid point Song. yeah oh my god that was so funny though <laughs> it's got like a talking bear <laughs> yeah oh my god. he just doesn't give a shit like there's honestly a a, oh, a a a large part of me that wanted to watch this film hmm. on my phone oh no just just for the like hilarity of it Jesus. but my phone's kind of fucked like the screen's kind of cracked so i didn't yeah but the only reason is because there's like a famous interview with him where he's like angry at people for like watching Netflix on their laptop or on their phone. Oh, really? And he's like, and he's like, movies aren't to be meant to be watched on your freaking phone. <laughs> and it's like him just like really up at arms, like just saying that people should watch films in like big screen kind of big experience environments. Yeah. And like he, he his point really is that like, you know, you, you're not as you're not as drawn into the film in certain circumstances he want like films you should be completely kind of immersed in the situation Ooh. that kind of situation where sometimes you know you find yourself like an hour later you're like oh shit like you come out of the trance of the film like i love a i love a film that just captures me completely okay, so you, and like you, i've forgotten that i'm watching something you know what movie of his that does that for me like and it's the only way I've if you ever... say eraser head one more it time. is it is it's the only movie <laughs> i ever really so i watched this in a pitch black room nobody around me the mm-hmm. only light that's coming out is from that screen and it being yeah. in black and white the contrast and everything and the the, res- the resolution shit but the contrast yeah. and the way that everything is done was 
really immersive for me in that experience you know what i mean mm. like so it was yeah. really easy for me to be like that's why i had a nightmare of it afterwards <laughs> but it was crazy um but yeah so that that's and then of course the way i watched this movie last night i bought it for five bucks on amazon the yeah. hd version jesus five bucks that's all it cost yeah i mean i'll be honest i think what you bought it for five bucks yeah. or rented no, it bought oh, okay yeah. renting was four dollars <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't look at the buying option, but I, I rented it for three pound fifty, which is basically five bucks. Yeah, exactly. So, you should have just shit. bought it. <laughs> yeah. So I bought it for five bucks, the HD version, and I watched it on my mm-hmm. amazing massive TV in almost pitch <laughs> darkness. So I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I did exactly what he wanted me to do. <laughs> I think I messed up a little bit because um, I watched it and uh, like just before we started the podcast. Oh, you did? Uh, like literally, yeah. Like literally, I started at like 1 p.m. today, <laughs> so I finished it. I finished it like 10 minutes before we started talking. So I drove. Um, dude, let me just tell you about my my Friday. I okay. drove. So I went to class because I needed to do all that, and and I was done with my final, <clears throat> and I had to drive back. I got my certificate for my class, and and so I I drove back home from Ohio right after wow. class at about 11 o'clock and i drove for 10 hours 11 a.m uh no this is 11 uh yeah this is 11 a.m okay so i drove for 10 hours straight until i got home so i got home at around Jesus. about 10 almost 11 o'clock um oh no i'm sorry i, I got, I got home at about 9 50 so almost 10 yeah. o'clock and after you know unwinding a little bit saying hi to my wife i haven't seen in two weeks that's when i decided to sit down and watch it so i mean I was fucking tired and it was late, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I got through it because I didn't want to wake up really early and do what you did and watch it right before. Yeah. I didn't want to wake well, up. Well, I, I feel like, I feel like I just haven't had enough time to process it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that like, might be and true. that's where I feel like I messed up. Yeah. Like I just, I, I watched it and then I started talking about it and like, I feel like it's definitely a film where, like I said, it it's, I, I rate it pretty well because it's a film where for a solid week or so, I'll probably think about it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Like I said, like the curtains and all the little things, and like what the hell was that dream yeah. picture above his bed? Because like the the curtains were like a red, like not I don't know if they were velvet or if they were like a like a satin or something like that. But like, they're, I think so. It's velvet. like what is the contrast between red and blue? Because there's a lot of red yeah. throughout the film for a movie that's called Blue Velvet. Yeah, red is like a hugely prominent color. Like his car's red. Like there's just her apartment's painted red. Uh, like there's so much red in the film so it's like what is what is the what is the meaning between the contrast of the red and the blue yeah i have no idea but i am curious about it there would there might be more there i mean Mm -hmm. my biggest thing is that the curtains and the the window being open right there like what Mm -hmm. what's the significance yeah especially considering he mentioned about making a window open he never did yeah like that was original plan yeah but then he found a window that was open no, no, he got the key. Yeah, he got no. But I'm seeing. I'm saying like there, there was a window for her apartment that was open the whole time. So if his plan was to get a window open, but then there's they keep showing us that there's already a window open. What does that mean? Yeah, I have no idea. You know, I guess it means that you know he could have done it even. He's a dumb dumb. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to watch it another time yeah. and see or maybe read yeah. up on it. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was. This kind of film is one that I don't want to read up on, like, because I I don't want to I don't want to get too influenced by other people's like, 
people like um, people like David Lynch and Hodorowski, um are people who, when they make a film, I try not to read other people's opinions on them mm-hmm. because I don't want them to influence how I'm reading the film. Yeah. Because they're definitely films that are intended to be read a specific way, or or or, or a, a Charlie Kaufman film. Yeah. Like for like those those kind of people, when they make a film, it's really it's it's very metaphoric it's odd it's quirky it's weird it's got a lot of symbolism it's got a lot of this got a lot of that it's got a lot like i said to chew on and i'd rather just think about it more myself as opposed to read something and somebody says this is you know uh symbolizing this and this is this and then i go okay well and then my i stop thinking about it because or i or I, you know, don't process it more because my brain goes, that's what it was. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. I, I've, I've already decided that at that point. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, uh, all right, Reese, uh, you, got a, you got a movie recommendation for this next week? I do. So, next week, we are going to watch uh, The Black Cauldron, the Disney animated, I, do you want to call it a classic? It's been about 40, 30, 40 years old now. Um, I would call it a classic yeah it's just an underrated classic yeah why did you call black why did you just type me black cauldron <laughs> so that i have it in the chat and i don't forget okay <laughs> dude i had to go through i had to go through my recordings <laughs> to remember to remember what film you recommended <laughs> yeah I, oh I didn't, my god I didn't remember Oh, well, all right then. <laughs> Black Cauldron <laughs> is the film we're going to watch next week. Uh, and we should be joined by a very special guest, uh, that guest being my brother, uh-huh. Rodri, um, who will join us on the chat. Nice. So, so uh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk about times then for us and when we'll record for that situation. Oh, no. He's down in uh, Florida. It should be yeah. normal time because he's, yeah, he's in Florida. Yeah, so okay, it's uh, standard. T- it'd be the same time as you. Hey, honey. Yeah. I would tell him 10 a.m. Did we Boom. watch Black Cauldron together? No. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. I've never seen it. No, no, no I was asking my wife. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did show her it already. But, uh, okay. Yeah, this will be cool. This will be cool. I like Black Cauldron. It's uh, not very popular. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I figured Black Cauldron's just, it's it's the perfect movie because for like the chat because it's, it's, uh, it's like dark and creepy, so you'll like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it involves Welsh shit, so I'll like it. Yeah. Um, and it's Disney, so my brother will like exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna be talking, yeah. and then it's gonna be fun to talk mm-hmm. to your brother, man. It, it, we always yeah, have different you... opinions, differing opinions <laughs> between all three of us. What was the last time you spoke to Roderick? Uh, like 2013, God, 2014, I think. Yeah. So last time, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So I'm gonna say this, but last time I talked to him. He doesn't listen to our podcast, right? <laughs> no, I don't think so. He probably only listen to the one that, like, if he listens to one, it'll be the one that he's on, but I doubt any other. All right, all right. Anyways, last time uh, I remember talking to Rodri is when he had that, like, Filipino boyfriend or something like that, a little, little Filipino boyfriend. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that guy was creepy, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a little weird, but uh, that yeah. was the last time I remember talking to him. <laughs> that was a long time ago, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Wait, hold on. Yeah. I'm trying to. So Roger dates a lot of short guys, so it's like hard to say, because mm-hmm. um, like, yeah, no, he did. I think he did date a Filipino guy, but he was like with some other guy for like seven years. Oh wow! No, no, yeah, yeah but they only recently, they only recently kind of split up. Sorry to put Roger's personal life on blast, but um, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know that. Well, that sucks. Well, hopefully he's moving on yeah. and doing bigger and better things. Yeah, well, as as big and better as you can in Florida. 
<coughs> well, good point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my brother Roger, just for context, decided to take his perfect, perfectly fine life that he had in central, you know, or sorry, southern California, and go, you know it's a good place? Florida. Did he move there for work or what? <laughs> like, He just moved. He, do you want to know why he moved there? Yeah, why? Take a guess. Uh... What's in Florida? Oh, fucking Disney World. He moved there for goddamn Disney World. Like I can, he will, he will de- deny this, <laughs> but he moved there for fucking Disney. We'll, we'll World. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it on the, on the podcast. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Well, next week, Black Cauldron. Enjoy everybody, right. uh, and we'll speak to you next week. Okay. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.